Welcome, everyone. Welcome to episode 33 of the Screen Blend Podcast. Once again, I'm joined by my mates, Will Cutts. How are you? I'm delightful, but you've just ran out of the blocks there. That was big podcast spe- energy. Yeah, yeah. That was let's get into speed. it. Speed. Yeah, I've got my uh, had my pirate life, and uh, this is a mismatch brewing. I code. clearly yeah. know my shit. Yes, uh, yes. shout out to mismatch. Yeah. We re- we should get a beer sponsor for the show. I actually Imagine. know the blokes mm. from mismatch. Really, they came out. Long story short, um, back at the Havy, back in my old days. The first spot they put mismatch on tap was at the Havelock. Wow. So they'd come in all the time. Um, and I reckon before it was popular like this, mm. they'd be the ones always buying it and they'd be sort of subtly around the, the traps. Oh, God, this mismatch is delicious. Uh, yeah. Guerrilla marketing. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of that. And then we'd all drink it. And then so this is five or six years ago now. So you can see how time flies. But great guys there at mismatch. Mm. There you so go. Support us. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I reckon a beer sponsor would be a good sponsor. Imagine. Just something nice and crisp to drink every yeah. podcast. Ooh. Get Jack loose. Oh. Every Monday for Jads. Um, but Connor, this is this is a full on relationship now. It I is. We are. Is, I think we're committed. I think, I think I'm not that, seeing six, anyone else. Seven dates. No, no. Yeah. You're not. Are you not on any other podcast? Is this no, your this, official podcast? This is, is it. This is my. Uh, this is where I'm dedicating myself to. I'm yeah. committing. Oh, so you haven't been swiping right to other podcasts? No, no. I would never. I would oh, okay. never. Oh, think too much of you guys. Well, oh, uh, when it becomes official is when your graphic comes on. And Oof. again, thanks to Inked Eclipse, there. Uh, creating that little graphic of Connor now. So I'm feeling it's going to be very beardy. We're going to have a Ooh, bit of a beard there. Excellent. Um, I do have a beard. Jads, I was thinking <laughs> For all those audio listeners well, who probably yes. don't know what I look like at all. Well, I think Not from yet. the thing of the graphics, because they're so simple, you sort of have to find those features in your yeah. face, whereas mine's obviously no beard at all, and you'll have a bit of a beard, and yours is patchy. I'm probably, in between. Yeah. I was thinking you... Why aren't you doing Movember? And again, a great time of the, the year if you want to do Movember. None of us are doing I it. I was recommended yeah. to shave. And yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. harsh. Mm, mm. Yeah. I think my thing with Movember is I'm never going to put it out that I'm doing it. But in a week, if it's looking not bad, I might <laughs> Then just, you jump in. Or someone will go, cuts, just get rid of it. It's for a good cause though. So it's even if it's looking bad, you're just looking bad. You're looking for a fool. Looking like a fool, but everyone knows it's for a good cause. So they'll only rag on you slightly. Yeah, just, just a tad. Just so, good-hearted rags. Yeah. So again, go... Um, Go to Movember website and just donate to someone. We're really all over the board with sponsors. Just, Mismatch, yeah. Movember. What else can we throw in here? Any uh, nice shirts you've uh, Spirax recently? notebooks. Hey, <laughs> microphones. Actually, I would take a Spirax uh, sponsorship because I'm out of notebooks at the oh, moment. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. Shout them out. Shout Tag them out. in everything you, on Instagram. Okay, so I'm going to – this is not a movie, <laughs> movie thing at all. We're going really off track right here. But I've never seen the market. I've never seen an ad for a Spirax notebook, but I just know They've that just they're always there. Always the been there as long as I've been at school. Yeah, we all need Notepad. They don't even advertise themselves. They just know you. Is this get one of the? Yeah, but what the if I created Notepads now? Do you reckon my <laughs> business? Yeah, like boot? how do you how do you get into the Notepad market? That's a good question. Surely yeah. there's like already too many Note. Uh, what's your point of difference? That's the question. Yeah. Find your yeah. niche. Fill it. Yeah. There's nothing. They're pretty good at it. Yeah, they're I pretty good. I've like covered everything yeah, already. They but, do everything uh, that I need. Yeah, sorry, boys, but I reckon uh, just to let everyone know, our main topic. <laughs> oh, sorry, you're shutting <laughs> us down. Yeah, but this is good. I enjoy. I this is off the cuff, yeah. natural conversation. Jack. <laughs> I even forgot you were Don't here. Don't force yeah. it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, we're going to continue talking about Spirax. No, <laughs> I'm really passionate about the spiral <laughs> of the spine, which is probably where the name comes uh, from. Ooh. Uh, serious, serious though. I want to ask: Do you want the ruled line or not? This is a serious. I need notebooks. I, th- I need it. I need I, it. My Handwriting's yeah. not neat yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, We're all journalists here. Uh, we need with it. diaries, are you a diary where you want dates 
in like per page or do you just want like a nice book? I don't use a diary. You don't use a diary? It's a calendar on my phone. Okay, Yeah, good. same calendar on my phone. Okay, yeah. I'm getting back in You must be a really busy man. That must. Be, I don't have that much going on. So you've yeah. probably got a lot of meetings and things. <laughs> yeah, see, my thing is I don't. Oh. Like, as in I don't use a diary. I just go like, oh shit, I got something. I reckon I got something at 11 today. Yeah, it's on 11, yeah. And I just, <laughs> I just hope. I just wing it. Yeah. Uh, yes, chats. Because you took us so off. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> if you if you want to hear more about our notebook chat, tune into Notes on a Notebook. Uh, it's coming soon to the Screenblend Network. <laughs> That's actually the one. I'm gonna make. A, I'm gonna make a note. <laughs> <Coming soon. laughs> Sorry, Jack. Continue. Yeah, continue. So, <laughs> what are we talking about today, Jets? Is our main topic before people come back? Yeah. So, as many people know, uh, new Xbox and PlayStation are coming out in about just under two weeks. Yeah. So we're gonna go through our top five of this current console generation. Looking back on a generation. It's mm. weird looking back. I know we'll talk about it in a little bit after the news, but it's weird looking back. I remember I saw someone put up like a little bit of a TikTok. It was like the he was sort of doing that emotive music where they were putting down the PlayStation 4 controller for that last time and then pulled it back out that first time of sort of saying against 2013 or whatever. And mm. just, those memories came flooding back and I was like, far out time has flown. Like yeah. th- this genera- this console has been with us all that generation since we've been out of school essentially. Yeah. Like, this is all we – again, we've – Know all the generations before of the consoles, but for me, I'm looking back and I'm like, far out. What a, what a time! Yeah, what a moment! Six what a years console. or something. Yeah, six, yeah. yeah so late like 2013, 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So crazy times. But we're going to get into the news first, and again, uh, put your notes down for today's top five uh, games of this generation. So we we were saying we'll give we'll go into it a bit more, but it's PlayStation, Xbox, and PC games in this. Yeah, and, and we're going to include the Switch. Switch we'll yeah. talk about that a, th- a mm. little bit, I think, because that's in a bit of a weird spot. But we'll get to it. We'll, it's yeah. a little tease. Yeah. Yeah. So again, put down, get your top, get a Spear X notebook out, and uh, do your Shout top out. five, <laughs> and then you can play along when we do. And you have got about 15, 20 minutes after we finish the news. But the first main bit of news, uh, what's obviously really really sad. Aren't you I, forgetting something? What? Yes, you're forgetting something, Will. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I'm really, I really let you down. I was just really excited for this really sad news. Uh, <laughs> no, but it is. It's. Uh, I'll just really put this music down a little bit yeah. now. But um, I was talking to my grandpa about it yesterday because we spoke on the last podcast the podcast before about him and my dad going to melbourne all the james bond stuff and this obviously resonates a lot with him and this is probably his action hero through through the years of him him growing up but sean connery sadly passed away over the weekend at 90 years of age so a very good innings mm, very good like that's the thing a lot of people have yeah. said to me what well, we've talked yeah. about with people is that you know, they're surprised that he died, but then they're also surprised to realise that he was 90. Yeah. It seemed like he was just this ageless guy for a long time. Mm. Um, and that's probably and we, due to the fact he hasn't been in a movie since That's true, and we League haven't seen him for a while. Gentleman in yeah. 2003, so... Is that the last movie he's been in? Correct. And really? Far out. Yeah. Jeez. So 17 years mm. since his last film, and mm. I always feel like he's been around, though. He, like, pop, he popped up at, like, an Andy Murray press conference at one yeah. at Wimbledon one time. That's the last thing I remember seeing of him. But yeah. yeah, I think it's just with, with all these other previous films and obviously just the Bond stuff, every single time a Bond movie comes out, his sort of stuff just comes back into the floor again, talking about the best Bonds and all these other movies. So it's it's really sad. What's your favourite memories or favourite Bonds with him in it, boys? Um, well, I, I pers- well, I you know I love yeah. James Bond as you know, so I think he's you know he started the James Bond franchise in '62 with Doctor No. I personally, I think everyone agrees, Goldfinger was probably his best Bond film. Okay, Just yeah. feel free to jump in. But I also remember have a very fun memories of him being um, Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones' father in yeah. Last Crusade as well. Yes. So I think he was hilarious in that. 
So there's yeah, there's some my finer Connery movement. Kind nice, of, nice. Yeah, before I had even seen a Bond movie, he was Bond. Like yeah. he had just mm. he was the Bond that I knew about. So he kind of defined it for me before I'd even seen any of those films. Um, yeah. And he also had just a great voice that ever, uh, yeah. you know, famous impressions. Yeah. Mm. Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. I was waiting for that. You do the best impersonation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it just sort of personifies Bond yeah. for me. And I think people will be watching his movies for generations and they'll always be there and, and mm. we'll look back at them. And like you said, a ridiculously good innings. Yeah. So, very well done. Um, Life well lived. Very, very well lived. Apparently so he was in the Mr. Universe. He was a bodybuilder when he was oh, younger really? and he he potentially placed third in like a junior competition in Mr. Universe. Mm. Would that be in the 40s uh, yeah. or the 50s or something? Something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. I only oh, found out because Arnold Schwarzenegger tweeted about yeah. it, like yeah. also being a fellow bodybuilder, so that's oh, crazy. Right. So, but yeah, he's done a bit of everything. Yeah. You take then consideration it's bodybuilding in the 50s, so it's about oh, yeah, like, what I look like, like he, now. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got our own Sean Connery here. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Um, yeah, we'll we'll move on now. And again, um, go on, go and watch an old Bond film this week, maybe. Yeah, go, go watch a bit of Connery. Um, so the next thing we're obviously been talking a lot about Zack Snyder's Justice League and all the Blade DC stuff. But on Twitter, I love a bit of a director jumping on Twitter. Ooh, a bit of David Ayer's been on Twitter. So he loves love, Twitter. He's a Twitter guy. He, he just he tweets with reckless abandon. So and they're talking has. about some other stuff and rearranging the first 40 minutes of the movie and all this sort of thing. So he's come out again saying, as per normal, when a, all this sort of stuff sort of happens, major elements of my um, film were cut and ripped out before I could mature the edit. Um, mm. Again, mature, to mature the, edit. the edit. So he said it was... Uh, A.O. notes, the first 40 minutes of Suicide Squad were ripped to pieces. A shocking claim. Um, but he's blaming, again, the negative response to Batman v Superman and Deadpool, wanting to make it all light, colour, all this sort of stuff, and they redid the whole thing. But the biggest thing for me that's come out of this again is they keep pulling Jeff John's name out in all this stuff and saying yeah. he wrote re, reshot or slash he wrote all the pages for the reshoots, and he's there. He must have some dirt on people in the DC world, I think, at some point. But they love him. He does everything. But I feel like all the movies he touches don't turn into gold. Yeah, Jeff Johns, we should uh, yeah. mention, if, if you're not aware, he was he's one of DC's most prominent comic book writers over the last yes. sort of 10 years or so. And now he's shifted over to like a creative officer. I can't remember what his exact title Chief is. Chief creative officer. Yeah. Uh, let so me he, just have a look. Yeah. He oversees all of the DC TV stuff. Yeah. Okay. And he also has a hand in the films now. So he sort of transitioned from comic book writing after doing a lot. Like he had a very... Big run on Green Lantern comics and stuff like that. So you kind of redefine them for a long time. Anyway, um, yeah, I guess. I mean, how many of those movies has he had? A, has has he had a hand in now? Well, he served as president and chief creative officer of DC Entertainment from 2016 to 18. Right. Um, and I don't know what mm. his exact role is right now. Um, but he was executive producer on Batman v Superman. Um, he was co-producer and creative consultant of Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Um, and then he's also co-wrote Aquaman. Um, he co-wrote the story for Green Lantern Corpse. Uh, and he co-wrote Wonder Woman 1984. So he served as a producer on Justice League. So his hands are all through this sort of DC stuff again. And I, I feel like he was sort of the... Um, uh, uh, who, who, uh, Joss Whedon sort of thing right. of, of Marvel yeah. at this sort of first period where yeah. it was Joss would come in and rewrite a scene 
in like Iron Man 2 or in Thor or something. To make it all fit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they just come in and go, can you rewrite the dialogue for us? It's not really fitting and it might be on the day they're shooting. So mm. I feel like Jeff Johns is doing similar stuff for them them over at DC. But I feel like this is, again, air coming out talking just because people are going, where's the air cut? Mm. Because the, the smarter cut. But where does this, this sit with you, Connor? Something definitely happened to that movie in between its original announcement and its eventual release. Yes. Obviously, it looked like it changed directions entirely. Whether we find out what happened, I'm sure it might. It'll probably come out at some point down the yeah. line. Mm. But yeah, it, I think it depends on the Snyder cut. If we do get like an A yeah. cut, as he's so campaigning, um, yeah, it's just it's just more chaos surrounding this whole franchise yeah. that we've come to kind of enjoy. Just watch the show, you know. Yeah. It's just news each each and every week because I feel Keeps like us no, busy. no yeah, one's talking about it and then he just goes, I'm just going to jump on Twitter and say I'm something. I'm going to make the news. Yeah. But I feel like he said he this to. before anyway. It's just now he puts it on Twitter and people forget for a couple of months. He'll then, someone else will tweet it and tag him and he'll be like, yeah, just remember my movie got cut to pieces. <laughs> like, He's really bitter about it. Oh, he is very bitter. And I think it's an interesting one uh, nonetheless. So next, give us your thoughts. Would you want to see and David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad? Um, and... Tying into Suicide Squad again, um, there was some news on the new one, obviously. Um, the Suicide Squad. The Suicide mm. Squad. And so I'm, I'm really intrigued to this because they're sort of saying at the moment, because uh, there's some new photos coming out. Um, yeah, and James Gunn said he had, he could have killed anybody. Ah, yes, actually, I had that. he yeah. made a deal with uh, Warner Brothers that yeah. he was allowed to kill anyone he wanted. Yeah, and they couldn't change it. And he goes, anyone who dies, dies. I like it. So mm. it's not, I shoot someone in the head and then they come back at the end of the movie. No. Everyone's gone, and they said he could have even killed Harley Quinn if he wanted to Ooh, for the story. That's true. I didn't so think about that. He was like, they had everyone on, on the plate, and he goes, if it fit, they go to him. Well, sorry, he was like, I want to kill him if it fits the story. I'm not just going to kill him for the sake of it. It's going to be story. I think that's fair enough. I never really saw a second Suicide Squad even, you know, being in production. Yeah. So this is just a lucky one to, you know, What if he be does there? kill her? I was just thinking about it. Like, if she wants out, that's a good way to get it done. Weird yeah. way to do it if, you know, as a character in another movie that she's not... Well, she's mm. still, I guess, the star, but it's not like yeah. a Harley Quinn movie. And it underperformed as well at the box office quite quite a bit. So they oh, might not prey. even need her anymore, Birds of Prey. Yeah. yeah. I think I still think she's probably the biggest name attached to this yeah. whole DC They, they, won't, they won't get rid of her, but yeah, I, I'm quite intrigued. But yeah, there's some more photos. There's just two of them. Uh, it was, from, was it from like a magazine? Yeah, yeah it was yeah, a, yeah. a magazine release there. But the, the interesting one was when he called Kevin Feige, they thought he was doing another Superman. So he, right. called, he called them just a... To tell him that he was going to do a DC film. Yeah, it was like the day everything. before they offered him Guardians 3. Yeah. yeah. So, and they were like, you're doing Superman, aren't you? He's like, no, 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 Suicide Squad 2. And Feige so. said something like, just make a good movie. Yeah. Just make a good movie, yeah. please. And that's why I feel like Kevin Feige would be cool about that. Obviously, with all yeah. the shit that went on with them, <laughs> it was like, yeah, go there, man. We <laughs> he he has make nothing to be worried about no. at the moment. Like, yeah. No, you just like, make a good film. Uh, it's all like because it looks better for their brand if he makes another good and one. And he's too. a fan. He's a yeah. fan as well. Mm. So I like that. Um, I forgot to put that down in my notes, but I remember hearing that during the week. Well done. Um, <laughs> the other one that I thought was interesting, and you probably know a bit more about this character mm. too, Connor. Um, what's really intriguing me is Oscar Isaac has again brackets signed on as a Moon Knight. Reports say. Reports say. Mm. But once I think once it's done by like a variety or someone, the big dogs. Good reports, like. It's a pro- good sources, it's, trustworthy. It's not uh, ScreenBlend.net saying um, that hey, Oscar there's Isaac. some reliable sources. On yeah, that, yeah, so. but I think it's key is when the the big guys put it out. Yeah, they not, don't just hmm. want to put that out because it's you know, not if Joe it's wrong, Bloggs. They get in trouble. Yeah, so it's a Hollywood Reporter. Who it's is a- Joe Bloggs? He's always around. Yeah, he's, he's always, always around in little documents lurking around. <laughs> he's there. But so the, this one here, Moon Knight. 
um, for Disney Plus series. Connor, yep. can you give us a bit of a background? Because I was doing a bit of reading up on it this week. What is the character? What are we expecting? Because um, I know people say he's the Batman. Oh, he is kind. He's a, he's a Batman kind. He's kind of yeah. like Batman, but a bit more, kind of a bit more mystical take, yeah. and also probably a bit more mental, mental health, I guess. Yeah, yeah sort of like a mental side things. Yeah, yeah. So very current. So yeah. generally, generally, because he's had a multiple different identities yeah. over the years. Mark Knight's uh, Mark Knight. Yeah. Moon Knight's alter ego is a guy named Mark Spector, who yeah. was a soldier. Um, I believe somehow he was left for dead, and he made his way to this Egyptian temple. Yep. Temple of Khonshu, I believe, is the god. Um, and he, like, prayed for his life or something, and the god Khonshu ended up blessing powers or abilities on him. As it um, always happens. Of course, mm, you know, everyday thing. Yeah. Um, and then he goes on. He's a billionaire philanthropist, playboy, whatever. So he's got money, and he essentially assumes this Moon Knight character, becomes a vigilante. Um, but, yeah, where it comes interesting is that he's sort of got, like, a f- multiple personalities. Does he say he drives a taxi or something? Yeah, sometimes he's a taxi driver, and he's got these other... Personalities. I don't know a ton about him. He's been. Some, it seems like he's been a sort of cult character. You, yeah. I, you never really knew too much about him, but he's always just been kind of lurking around the Marvel comics for a while. He's a currently. He's currently a member of the Avengers yep. in the most recent run, yeah. um, and he's like at the moment he's like beaten Thor and Doctor okay. Strange and stuff. It's, yeah, it's, it seems it, bonkers. So it, he's becoming a key part of the. He's an ex. So his fighting style is like an ex boxer, I think, or something. Something so like that. He's yeah. got a bit of that, and he's an army. So he's he's got all this. Uh, hand-to-hand combat and stuff. Yeah. I think the multiple personalities in, is a very interesting take on it. And so it sort of so- sets it apart from Batman a bit yeah. more. So, mm. and, and we always say Batman's multiple personalities is Batman and Bruce Wayne, but this has got multiple yeah. in that way as he plays multiple different characters too. Mm. So. But why would you think this they've chosen a series over a full-on feature film for this character? I feel like it's a lot to probably explain in a movie. Like yeah. he's, uh, they could do it, but it's also a, a big name... Oh, not a big, not a big name to throw mm. a whole uh, franchise behind. Well, I mean, that's, you could say the same thing about like Shang Chi, mm, things exactly. like that. But maybe it just makes more sense for this well, character. I, I can kind of see it. I feel like a lot of these is. I, I still believe a Spider Man or X Men would probably make. I think X Men will be the perfect Disney Plus TV series. A lot of characters, yeah. A lot of characters give everyone their time. Zero, mm. yeah, and I think. That could even end with a movie at some point, but I think True. nearly the best way to... With, we know we spoke about a couple of podcasts ago, the amount of money they're putting into each episode. Mm. This Moon Knight series might cost them 100 million bucks too. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, or even more. So put, putting in that amount of time and effort into this, mo- this TV series can really flesh out the characters, whereas I still feel like sometimes Doctor Strange sort of, similar sort of things, goes to a mystical place, gets powers... Sort of felt like a little rush to get him yeah, to where bit, it was. It's it was like bang, 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 bang. And it's a bit more be. of a straightforward origin as well, yeah. I think. I picture it being kind of like a Daredevil, like the Netflix yeah. show, which I, if it's any yeah. half as good, great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what do you think of Oscar Isaac? I, I'm really excited because I feel like, again, we're looking at these new actors coming into this phase four slash the Disney Plus stuff. And you, I always think at some point, these guys, he's a part of the Disney family with, with Star Wars, obviously. And X-Men Apocalypse, yeah. even though in association. Yeah, <laughs> but he, he's going to have to, like, they're going to be looking at getting these guys in. I'm sure at some point, John Boyega is going to be getting a Disney... Like a he MCU. might not. I don't know if he'd want to work with Disney again. Well, mm. yeah, but I'm sure similar to those people. Like at some point, I reckon Daisy Ridley or someone's going to have to come into mm. a role at some point. So, but they're going to be looking at getting these these guys who are in house too. And I think he's a really good actor, and he can play multiple personalities. And you can put him in a film if mm. they want to put Moon Moon Knight in an Avengers film, mm. and it's not going to be like why is Charlie Cox here? Yeah, if that makes sense. Like because I think Daredevil's good, but. Oscar Isaac's a movie star. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Charlie Cox is a TV star, I think. Mm. If you're going to be... Stardust? Sadly. Was that yeah. the movie he was in? Yeah. yeah. Is that with Fraser? No, it was, was that uh, some weird fantasy. Anyway. <laughs> but when, when you put... I think when you put it like that, 
Again, great point by me. But no, oh. no, yeah. But you, I, I would rather see Oscar Isaac's face on a movie poster. Mm. Yeah. And then I could see them, maybe if it does well, he could play a part in the Avengers and I wouldn't be too fussed of him being there. I think he's still a pretty big name, even amongst these newer generations. Yeah. Like, if you know Oscar Isaac's in it, generally you know he's going to, it's going to be a decent, well, apart from X-Men Apocalypse. He's, yeah. he's a good actor. Is, I think, when he's general. a lead, yeah. I, I think. And uh, th- this will be interesting. I think, so I was reading up on it a little bit. Moon Knight has played the bad, like he has been a villain and sort of, yeah, he's, and then pushed to be a hero. So maybe it's another sort of mm. anti-hero style thing as he yep. goes through. Because he's from Chicago, I think, isn't he? He's not New York. Probably. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I'd yeah. imagine. But no, he's um, been in some of my favourite movies of all time. So. Oscar. Uh, Moon Knight. Oscar, yeah. Yeah, yeah Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it helps having an actor of his, like you have to be a good actor to tackle some like subject matter like this yeah. if you're dealing with mm. mental issues. Mm. You need someone who's going to be able to do that well to pull it off and not seem yeah. a bit trite. A bit like cheesy, so and, and I guess over eight episodes, ten episodes, you can do that. Whereas yeah. the, everyone's always said some of the best stories of Iron Man have never been touched because one, it's Iron Man, it's a Disney, but mm. you've got movies and you can't really be putting that in. Yeah. Whereas if you had a TV show, you can sort of jump into it a little bit more. Yeah. So, uh, no, again, give us your thoughts on Oscar Isaac signing. Well, hopefully he's signed on. We'll see. Um, uh, Connor, you were saying there's some news regarding Assassin's Creed and Netflix. Yes, yeah, so apparently there is a uh, live-action Assassin's Creed show coming to Netflix. Ubisoft and Netflix are partnering on that. Right. Any relation to the delightful feature film? I don't. Think so. I'd not. imagine I not. not. I'd imagine yeah. not. I do still kind of want to see that. Yeah. But uh, from your... From the tone and the previous episodes, you can go check it out. Yeah. I'm not getting any great stuff, recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's part of this. I'm just reading this from Kotaku, who are paraphrasing the press release. Um, they've t- they've agreed to do this live show as part of a longer term agreement to develop content based on the franchise. Uh, the first show is going to be live action. It's still very early in development. They haven't announced a showrunner or a script writer yet on it. So it's pretty much they just they've made the deal. They're making the announcement yeah. about it. Um, but, you know, Netflix is quickly becoming the home of video game adaptations. We've seen the Castlevania anime, mm. anime series. We had The Witcher yep. not long ago. Mm. Uh, there's something else I think I'm... Fi- Resident Evil's just been Resident announced Evil's, They're well. doing uh, some stuff with them. So, I think it, that's cool. If they mm. can, if there has a decent budget behind it, I think the series could work. Again, I think it has enough... It's a pretty complicated concept yeah. to try and get through in a movie and to have a whole series mm. to explore that. I think it'll work pretty well, well hopefully. Yeah. Has that shown from the perspective that they... The movie flopped. It did. It flopped. So making a TV show and going to something like Netflix, you've already got a demographic there who are... Netflix will plaster this over the front page of their... They've got Netflix money. They've got Netflix money. So they're going to say to everyone, guys, you've got to watch this. You've got to watch this. And mm. um, They'll put money behind it. And I think a lot of these studios might be looking and as we'll say on the next uh, one we're talking about, things are getting delayed. So movies that are 50-50 are getting made now. No, nah, we're not going to do that. Whereas a TV show, you know you can still hit the audience. Mm. Might have to pull your cash back a little bit, but then you know you're still going to be able to get it out there. Jads, where does this sit with you? Um, well, to be honest, I'm really interested to see whether they're going to take the game approach or whether they're just going to go with a new timeline. You, yeah, you know, or the they... settings always is you know a character in Huge itself. Thing. So, mm. yeah, inter- good point. Whether each season's going to be its new timeline, or they're yeah. going to have one continuous character go into the animus and you know relive multiple different timelines. Yeah. Whether it's you know Japanese, you know, going to Japan, medieval Oof. Japan, or yeah. you know something that will maybe the Renaissance where previous Assassin's Creed Two was. It would be interesting to see. There's so many different possibilities for a TV show. Yeah, it's, I think it's a good choice yeah. for a show. 
Gives them oh, plenty th- of options. Yeah, there's so many things I think more fit a show now, and especially with the budgets that they're going to be throwing to them. Yeah. Did I hear there's some cartoon stuff with that too? Were they maybe talking oh, about Oh, I that? guess it's part of that longer-term long term deal. deal yeah. It might be in the works. I don't know if they confirmed it necessarily, but I can imagine it would be something they would yeah. do. Like with... um. Oh, what's the sh- the show the sci fi show that altered carbon like yeah. they did an, an animated thing with yes. that so it could be something similar. Yeah. Uh, no, so that's good. So the other thing we talk- uh, um, was quite interesting is Tomb Raider again, not the greatest movie in the world, but has been delayed indefinitely. I think that sort of connects with our point with Assassin's Creed is if we're going to put a feature film here together that we know is not going to guarantee us money, mm. why are we going to put ninety to one hundred million in this at the moment? And it's not gonna it's not gonna guarantee us money. So could, could we see? I don't see Tomb Raider though as being a TV so, TV show. If they could ever make it into one, if we're going to be talking, I think I could potentially see it. Yeah. If they're doing these franchises, Tomb Raider doesn't. I think Tomb Raider is perfectly capable of being its own TV show. Would Would it be more like um, it have to? You'd have to flesh the characters out a little bit more, and it sort of reminds me more. Oh, what was the other thing I watched in lockdown? <laughs> oh, book that book, the teen book. Hunger sh- Games, no, Maze Runner, like the, the Book of Love, American Pie. No, no, no I'll, I'll let it go. But I feel like it, it <laughs> the could be like you could make yeah. anything a TV show. You can make anything can. a movie. I yeah. just feel like it's more of a yeah national treasure style of thing. Uh, is there anything else to put on the news, guys, this week? Jack, you yeah, yeah. So as we kind of go into video game news, um, Ubisoft has uh, pushed back two of its biggest games this year. So Far Cry Six and Rainbow Six Quarantine. Uh, out of the current fiscal year and into 2021-2022. So that means it will, these two games will now be released somewhere between April and March 2022. Yeah. So a bit sad, yeah. but it just falls in line with everything. It's else not too surprising. Yeah. yeah. Um, in more video game news, the big one is probably that Cyberpunk 2077, yep. um, you know, which has been highly anticipated for years now, has been hit with another delay. December yeah, so it's been pushed back by 21 days. Oh, big This delay. was after the uh, the company put out that the, the game had gone gold, which basically means it's the finished CD, it and it's, 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 it's about mm. to go out to get printed and mm. sent out to everything. So that's a little funny. Um, but there's been all sorts of like controversy around this. Apparently, the developers found out... I, I, I probably need to go back Something and double-check this. But they, or something, wasn't it? Yeah, the developers mm. found out on the same day as everyone else did that the game had been delayed. So mm. it was a decision came from higher oh, up, clearly. Um, and more details have been coming out since then. Apparently, the issue that caused the delay is that it's actually the game's current-gen console version. So the PS4 yeah. and the Xbox One versions. The next-gen ones, the PS5, and they're fine. They're done, yeah. and so is the PC one. It's just issues with the current-gen one that's holding it back a bit, mm. which, given how big this game is supposed to be, isn't too surprising. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's been all sorts of things with the development of this game. There's been lots of talk of crunch, which is developers working, you know, overtime yep. just to get the game done. Mm. So now they've got an extra 21 days. Great. They have to. Yeah. Not, yeah. I always think at this time, it's, it, you're saying it's only a couple of months away still from being released or how long? December 10th. So it was supposed December to come out November 21. Mm. So yeah, we've, we've, it's not far off. I, I always find it November 18th. Or astronomical. Yeah, yeah. got my maths wrong there. That yeah, games are 40 days away and it's still not finished. Yeah. I know, like... I'm, um, I mean, they, they're never really finished at the moment because, no. you know, now that we can patch games and everything, oh. things change. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, what about the days of the no patch? The game's just out, like it's done. And yeah, they put find it, 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 it was in place straight away. Yeah. It was either good or it was bad forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was all you got until they, like, remade it or something. Yeah, yeah. and there was problems and there was no way of getting anything, anything else. Simpler yeah. times. Yeah, so I guess Superman 64 in four. <laughs> Imagine if they could patch that. Yeah. Is that a perfect segue right now? 
I did have one last little okay. funny tidbit news. Dang. Is is go com- yeah. it's going to ruin the segue entirely? That's all right. Um, but it's a bit of funny Marvel news that apparently um, it, there's an in- an interview that Matthew McConaughey did a little while ago, and apparently he asked to play the Hulk, and Marvel said no. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Which all right, all I right. think I'm okay with. <laughs> which was that Edward Norton come in as that part of the Hulk, or was it was going to come in as? Um, Mark Ruffalo. Mark well, Ruffalo. It wasn't clear, apparently, in an interview, like, at what point he had this conversation. Yeah. They were talking about the um, the 70s Hulk series, okay, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah, he didn't specify, as far as this article says, um, where in the timeline of the universe that was. I, I'd imagine it'd be... He'd have to be pretty popular, yeah. so maybe before The Incredible Hulk with Norton. Okay. Maybe around that time. Yeah. Mm. Eric Banner times. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't... I, I, I mean, he's a good actor. Maybe he could have done something with it, but he's uh, yeah. I just don't. I don't see it. Maybe no. you? No, I don't see it. I, I was going to say I can't really think of no, who no. I'd want him to play. No, the Hulk. He wanted to be the. No, Hulk. I mean, as oh. in like now, as in oh, if yeah. he wasn't going to be the Hulk, I'm trying to think of good what question. other character would would I want Matthew McConaughey to play? Mm. I'm trying to think of some like chilled out. Hmm. I don't think it'd be great. I don't think it'd be bad. He'll just be all right. All mm. right. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> correct. That's fair. Yeah. Come on, Jack. You can do better than that. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, no, I'm going to think about that, I reckon, because mm. I, I don't know whether, again, would he be like a Jeff Goldblum type? Like, uh, yeah. Sort, like, of, yeah. That, that sort of second, really secondary character. Definitely secondary, there, yeah. There for five minutes. He's a big name, and, though. He could yeah. probably... Yeah, I just don't mm. know if there's a character he could like, carry. Could be a Professor X. Like something real, it could be a Magneto. Yeah. Like something really out there, something completely he different. He can be pretty serious. So Magneto's yeah. probably not, actually not a bad... Yeah. I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, mm. so I was just thinking, like, we'll you get it. him as. I think. Yeah, he'd be, I think he could be a good, like, bad guy, like a yeah. charismatic kind of bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's what I'm thinking hmm. now. It's just like because he's sort of got that facial sort of structure and sort of sort of like a way. I don't know. We should just do a, a podcast of taking actors just, and just figuring out what they'll be in the MCU. <laughs> just throw up names, and then you know, Kevin Feige can give us a call yeah. and thank us later when he's cast them down the line. Episode forty coming. Yeah, you know what, guys. I'm just going to stop the job. You guys come in. You do it all now. <laughs> you know what, Kevin? Have a month off. Please. You deserve it. Take some time. Um, again, not the perfect segue. <laughs> Sorry, I really that. ruined that. No, 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 that was good. I'm actually really intrigued with that because that's an idea for uh, for something else, I think. Mm. Um, no, so we're talking now, obviously, the generation, as you said before, Jads, the consoles are finishing up now. We're getting some new consoles. So it's delightful, though. And, and are we still at the point where you're buying both on day of release, Jads? It's looking that way, I would probably say. Look at my bank account on November 11th, 12th. Yeah, we'll see Oof. how we go. Is that Thursday? I'm not sure, but it probably is. Where's yeah, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, double check your calendar. Uh, Did you say 10th? 10th, 11th, it's 12th. It's Tuesday. Yeah, it's, it's probably the 10th or yeah. 11th, 12th. Around then. Days. So uh, we'll have like a day between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll save a bit of money so, in that day. I'll have a quick shift. Okay, we're going to get into the topic in a second. I'm going to ask you a serious question. You're getting both on the same day, let's say. Are you plugging both in at the same time? What are you playing first? Yeah, how does this work? It yeah. seems like a lot because we're talking the old generation, but this talk the new generation now. Which which console are you playing first? Um, oh, whew, questions. You- I'd probably play Series X first. Probably a bit of Assassin's yeah. Creed Valhalla followed by uh, some. Now is that, that comes mm-hmm. out pretty much the same day, right? Yeah, the yeah, 10th. It's a launch title. Yeah, yep. yeah, and then with the PlayStation, wait until I think it's the twelfth and play some new Spider Man Miles Morales. Mm. Mm. I actually can't wait for the Spider Man. That's um, the yeah. more I'm thinking about it, I'm like. I gotta get this console just for the Spider Man. Yeah, because mm. some of the stuff looks pretty cool. And we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Actually, should we talk about now the suit? Do you oh that? yeah, that's a, that's a bit of news. Yeah, yeah. This, they announced they an Into the Spider Verse so, costume, oh, for, and they've 
the, the part frame rates and yeah, the part that, animated. yeah, they've animated it at the frame rate of the animated movie, which is twelve <sighs> frames per second or something. And that broke my brain yeah. when I thought it was just a weird video glitch, but no, that they actually did that. Mm. It's nuts. Looks good. Plays with your brain as you play. Well, yeah, it's great. Um, the, uh, from what I've heard too, is it's you can do that for every suit if you want, but. Ooh. Oh, I don't see the point. It's just that suit that I'd Makes want to sense. do it with. But yep. no, I think that's cool. We should have probably put that in the news. But hey, we haven't. We're still segueing. You brought, segue- back. brought, brought it back. You brought it back. Brought it back. So no, we're talking about. So where are we cutting the generation twenty thirteen to twenty twenty? Basically, yeah. of games being released. Our top fives. Um, I'm probably going to play a bit more of a mediator in this because you guys are the games guys here, and I'll come out with oh, a bit of FIFA sixteen or two K twelve or seventeen. But no, I think this is um, an interesting topic that we can talk about as we go in and we remember something that's grown up in our lives. It's been uh, a big generation, a lot happening. Mm. Six, seven years, you guys will talk about the trends, uh, what we thought, what we actually wanted as we are leaving the PS3, um, and I still forget which the Xbox order there in anyway. Uh, this was the Xbox One. One. Yes. <laughs> still, again, it makes no sense. But guys, go in straight away. What We'll go through our top fives in a second, but Connor, what does this console generation mean to you? It's going to get really hard for Do you need tissues? What? Uh, uh, tissues, you're going to start crying. Look, I love anyway. video games. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting one because this, it's been a, there's been a lot going on. We, like, everything was sort of established at this point. Like, in the last generation, PS3, Xbox 360, you know, we had online play and that was, that was sort of the defining factor, although the original Xbox had that as well, but yeah. it became much more prominent. We started getting Xbox Live, PS Plus, yada, yada. So that stuff was all sort of set up in the lead up to this generation. So I think it was more, these consoles were about taking advantage of that and bringing people in and keeping them in these ecosystems, companies figuring out ways to keep them playing their games for longer. Mm. Um, this is, this generation is where we really saw the introduction of live service games like destiny, yes. uh, overwatch, uh, the division, you know, these are, they became less and less about single player experiences and more about multiplayer experiences that people could play forever. Mm. Um, but in saying that, I still think Sony still kept the single player exclusives. You yeah, know, and of Nintendo as well did that mm. uh, very much about single player. But yeah, I think that's one of the broader trends we've seen over this whole generation as it's gone on. Um, a, a bigger push to online, especially with internet and everything yeah. being so accessible to everyone yeah. around the world now. Um, yeah, it's been interesting. The other big one we saw is you know, paying people companies. Games are getting more and more expensive, obviously. The prices yeah. are still only going up. The development mm. costs are still going up. So companies trying to find new ways to make money off the yeah. product after they've sold you that initial yeah. $80 game. So that's where we got into some of the more, probably the, the darker the times of this generation. Dubious. Yes, where we mm. started seeing microtransactions, mm. loot boxes, yeah. ads in some games. Mm. Like, I know in NBA games, you get mm. ads can, bef- while the games are loading. Can you break down for me, and for some people who don't know it, like, me a little bit. I hear the terms loot box yep. and all this stuff. What What is a loot box? Then? So a loot box is basically, that's a good question. How do you explain it? It's kind of like a reward. So yeah. I'm going to use Overwatch as an example because yeah. that's what I'm most familiar with. When you level up, you get a loot box and those loot boxes give you a chance of getting some of the items in the game. Mm. It's essentially gambling, yeah. in my opinion, and in some the opinion of some lawmakers mm. around the world mm. because it's it become a really hotly debated thing. Because you're not guaranteed. Mm. It's randomly what generated. You want. You're not guaranteed yeah. a specific thing. It's re- yeah. It's re- randomly generated. Randomly generated. So it's giving you the chance to win something cool. Um, yeah. And obviously, if you want to win that, you've got to keep playing or spend money for more yes. chances. So a loot box in a FIFA term would be opening packs. Exactly right. Correct. Yeah, that's yeah. the equivalent. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, the huge one that set off the radars was obviously Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yep. They've been around at this point, level. but that was mm. a, just obnoxious. 
monetization. Mm. Basically, you could the more you pay, the more money you pay, the more you could win at the game, which yeah. is like the worst mm. part of the worst use of these. Mm. It's a breaking to, point in which you yeah. know the government got under after that game. And yes, started and, that, this is and that game got revamped yeah. entirely. Mm. What was the first term you had? Sorry again. Uh, microtransactions, which are like pain. little, yeah. So for either for cosmetic items yeah. or little boosts, it's separate to like a. DLC had been yeah. around at that point, but that meant more like, you know, a, a new levels, new story expansions and stuff like that. Microtransactions are more yeah. minute purchases. So mm. for me, it's like 2K. It's like I want the Air Force Ones or something Correct. for my play. Yep. Yeah. yeah, or a Fortnite. You buy a special yeah, skin so, that all yeah. the 12-year-olds buy, and that, that makes a couple of hundred million dollars or something a week or something for have microtransactions. You ever, has, have, I, have you, you spent well, money on Ultimate well, Team so, or anything? So I, my rules with Ultimate Team is I, I won't play as much ultimate team i don't get enough time to just yep. really be in fifa what i'll do is i'll spend every year i didn't do it this year because i was like no i'm not but i'd spend 30 dollars to open packs mm. if i got decent players i'd play ultimate team mm. every year i have not got decent <laughs> packs um but for my 2k option because similar it sort of goes between both a loot box and a microtransaction, <laughs> is you start out your character at 60 now the chance of you playing 200 300 games to get you to 70 i'm not doing that yeah it just takes you too long. I'm not invested in that game. So what I'll end up doing is I'll spend thirty or forty dollars to get my my player when I'm just playing against the computer, not even online against yeah. like you can play online on the court against some other like three on three, just to get me up to like seventy. So I'm like mm. competitive against the computer. Yep. But in the end that's another forty dollars. Yeah, it is. So they've got me every single year just to make it that my like shot is a little bit better. And mm. that's where they hit the kids, that's where they hit people like me, and I guess there's different demographics and different games again that they can do. But yep. I try my best not to spend that sort of shit. But yeah. in the end, each game will put me $30 and I'll just be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll pay it. And then, yeah. But the big thing with 2K is, oh, you need the Gatorade energy bar God. just so your bar can be – so your bar automatically set like 75% unless you have the Gatorade energy bar. But again, you can use in-game stuff to get your coins up. It just takes shit. a lot – but takes you, time. If you wanted to spend two dollars a day or whatever, yep. you could. Mm. But so that's the stuff that I think think is ridiculously crazy. Yeah. So those sort of those are some of the big transitions, yeah. I guess, kind of the teething problems that we've had in this generation of companies trying to figure out ways to not responsibly because we've seen some bad things, but ways mm. to take advantage, keep people playing, and yeah. keep people spending money on these games when it takes years to develop one. They can't keep pumping them out at the rate no. you know they might have been able to in the past, but so yeah, but there has been good things as well. We've had a lot of good games, a Very ton of good games. Um, I think the companies, the video game companies themselves, are becoming more and more in tune with what people want. We got a lot of things this generation that people thought would never would happen. We got Kingdom Hearts three, Jack. We did. We did. To, you know, mixed success depending yeah. on who you ask. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. We got Banjo Kazooie and yeah. Super Smash Brothers. Mm, mm. We got yeah. We we started getting more and more, and I think companies are becoming more and more aware that they're not just these behemoths that. Yeah. You know, people will buy whatever you put down. They want to have a say and they want to feel like they're listened to, which is good and bad. Yeah. You know, there are other, there's another side to that as well. But yeah, those are like the key things that I've kind of noticed in this generation. What about you guys? I just made a quick note. I was thinking of it from not even just a gaming perspective yeah. as, as of a console of sort of, they were key, I think, in building up streaming on both mm. with Netflixes and all this sort of stuff is I know... Everyone sort of had a PlayStation or Xbox, one of those things, but not yeah. everyone had a smart TV. True. And it gave people an opportunity to use their consoles in a different way. So it made people, and I reckon it made a lot of families who might not have ever bought an Xbox or a PlayStation go, well, Jimmy's going to use it for gaming and we can also use it for streaming. Yeah. Mm. And using it in different ways like that. And I know a lot of 
Before I had a smart TV, all I used was the PlayStation to watch Netflix. I still use it. Yeah. Well, then mm. I know mates who didn't even have Fox on. They'd have their Fox cell through that. Yeah. For our international viewers. That Which is, is funny mm, because yeah. this is how the Xbox One was originally pitched when it came out and yeah. everyone shot it down. Yeah. This is what they're aiming for and yeah. this is where we've ended up anyway. So, mm. And it's obviously still used. It's great for Blu-rays. And it, I reckon at the, the time when it came out in 2013, Blu-ray players were more expensive than the PlayStation. Mm. So mm. now it's funny how times and, and trends moved. But 20- same thing with the PlayStation Two. That was yeah. it was cheaper to get a PlayStation Two than a DVD player. Yeah. So, yeah. so mm. I, I think it's quite interesting, even looking from from me of a perspective, as I think about sitting down and holding the PlayStation controllers when I'm choosing my Netflix shows. Mm. And then no times have changed now, and it will still be there. But for me, that's that's a big thing. Yeah, and I think this generation's also been about holding, you know, your, your loyal fans by having PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold, Xbox Game Pass for streaming, like you were just saying before, trying to keep your audience in. And I think in that regard, and even Nintendo, you know, playing for your Nintendo subscription, 20 bucks, you know, every five a bucks year. Five bucks a week or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. five, yep. yeah, something like that. So I think it's all about paying for the console that you love and getting these free games every month that you may you may or may not play. Mm. But you're paying, you know, eighty to one hundred dollars a month to say subscribe and to play actually online. I'd go so far as to say games. you Well, it depends what kind of games you like, but if you're ve- if you have very broad tastes, you mm. almost don't need to buy games anymore. No. no. If you were running based just purely off of PlayStation Plus or yeah. Xbox One or Xbox Gold or yeah. Xbox Game Pass, you have a library of games constantly. You get a couple, a couple games every month. Mm. PC often giving mm. away games for free. Yeah. It's Nintendo's probably the outlier here. Mm. But yeah, it's it's almost becoming more and more accessible to get people into yeah. video games, which I think is a, a good thing. The more people that play, the better. I love them. I think everyone I know likes video games in some capacity, and it's also what's helped drive them. They're now like the biggest entertainment yeah. thing in the world. They're bigger than film, which... A lot of people probably don't Crazy. believe when you say that. They still think of video games as this old-fashioned thing. But yeah. I think, it, like, I need to check the number, but, like, tripled the yeah. the income of the film industry. Especially recently. this year, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, is it a generational thing, too? Is Maybe it was more PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. Mm. Maybe not as 3s, but I think previously gaming was a nerdy term. It was a nerdy thing to it do. Was. And now, it's, now there's people are making their living off streaming games. And there's people now that people I would have never thought of as streamers are doing this online. Yeah. And it's become cool. It is. It's now a mainstream thing, whereas I think over PlayStation 1, 2, maybe in the halfway through 3, social media has really boomed this in a way. And maybe, again, I don't know if we'll, we'll talk about it at all, but just different online leagues. Now it is a sport. It is. The PlayStation, this this generation has created gaming to be a sport. I think the people who grew up with video games yeah. are now adults themselves. themselves and yeah. so now yeah. that we've come into this generation, they're handing it down and it's yeah. just... Yeah, it's it's great. I from, love it. From yeah. a sporting perspective, I think it's crazy even. I saw someone who was working at the Crows has just left. So, again, for people who listen from somewhere else, LA sports team. But here's one of his big things he said as he left as E-sports chief team. operating officer mm. was, who would have thought the LA Crows would have been in a League of Legends? Yeah. World mm. Cup or whatever it yeah. was. So, they've turned a whole different amount of people and that's this generation. We'll go into our top fives, but I think... This is what gaming has brought in. Mm-hmm. It's completely different things. Yeah, esports is on, you know, just normal TV late at night. Yes, yeah. it's, you know, at yeah. midnight occasionally, but there's, you know, Counter-Strike tournaments Hoyt. going on. Yeah. Some of the Hoyt, yeah. biggest things in the world, millions of dollars are wrapped up in these things, especially in yeah. Asian countries and a lot of other places. Mm. It's nuts. I, have, I haven't gotten into any of it yet. I yeah. don't know if you guys have. but Yeah, well, StarCraft, you know, in South Korea, they win multi-million dollar prizes. Yep. over of Legends, yeah. Dota. Um, I saw someone's again, like, online video sort of thing going again I'm going to if my kid's really good at a game I'm going to let him play now because there's money in it there's money mm. it's, we used to say I oh, go keep kicking the footy or keep bowling the cricket ball because you could make us money at a world cup well 
Now play the game. You're gonna but, you're gonna mooch off your child's successes, aren't you? Hell yeah, push them. <laughs> I'm em. gonna be. I was thinking about that before. I'm like, I don't know. I was like, oh god, I saw someone like kicking a ball with their kid or something. I was like, God, I'm gonna be doing that, and they're gonna be running. <laughs> but you're gonna laps, be drilling them, and they're yeah. gonna get it smashed. <laughs> you're gonna make it. You're gonna live my dreams. <laughs> I'm gonna chuck my six month with a iPad with Fortnite on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> from an early age. Oh no. If they learn from you, they've got no hope. <laughs> <laughs> but no, let's go into. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. You guys will do your top five back and forth. I'm just going to go into my games quickly because I think my games, I'm not as much of a gamer. I think. Should we do some honourable mentions first? Honourable yeah. mentions. You yeah. go into your honourable mentions, then I'll go into my sort of top four, top five. Jack, please start for me. Yeah, so once again, we kind of covered these as well because PlayStation exclusives were some of the best games of this generation. We should clarify, again, we mentioned at the top of the show, so we're in, we are including Switch games and PC games of the last six years for as long as the Correct. consoles yep. have been running. It's kind of a nebulous thing with generations on PC. Switch is in a kind of a weird space because it's almost like they're part of the next generation. Mm, but it's almost come but halfway between yeah, this generation. Yeah, and we keep hearing reports of like a more powerful Switch coming out down the line. Mm. Technically, the Wii U was also part of this generation, if you believe the Wikipedia article which I think yeah. is fair. Well, it did. It came in, what, 2014? It did, yeah. Yes, it was the year before the PS4, I believe. So, mm. yeah. But, yeah. Mm. So, just for clarity's yeah. sake, we are including these games. Yeah, um, so, honourable mentions, I had Persona 5, uh, Zero Dawn, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. They're probably ones I really wanted to put in my top five, but just a both incredible um, PlayStation, PlayStation exclusives. Um, they're both very different. Obviously, Persona Five is a Japanese RPG, whereas Horizon Zero Dawn is obviously an open world. Have you even, you even played it? I unfortunately, haven't. I know, but that's an bit. open world, yep. um, yeah, shooter, almost bow and arrow, tracking down some robot monsters. Um, but no, both very good. But um, unfortunately, didn't just crack my top five. Mm. Um, my honorable mentions. I've got a few. Uh, I'm going to give one to Hearthstone, the okay. PC card game. It came out card game. Yeah, like mm. Yu Gi Oh. But, oh, cool! Yeah, so yeah. that was always my thing. I liked no, you. Generally, Jack, I, I liked yeah. I, you know, you had Yu-Gi-Oh cards back yeah. in the day, but you never really played with them, and so yeah. I always found it a lot more enjoyable to play these games on yeah. video games. I remember playing the Pokemon trading card game yeah. game on Game Boy Color back in the day, and you actually played that, and it made it so much easier. So mm-hmm. Hearthstone was just all of that. Mm-hmm. It's a fairly simple system to get into, but there's so many layers and different ways yeah. to play it, and they're still doing expansions. It's still going. They're still adding new modes. Mm. Um, so shout out to that if you're into card games at all. It's free. Yep. Again, it's monetized or whatever. Um, this one might surprise you, Jack. I'm going to put Spider-Man in an honorable mention. Yep. No, that is perfectly fine. That is not made my list. Kind has of not, made, has your, not, made, not your even made your honorable really. We had a whole podcast about this and we all raved oh, well, about it. It would make well. my honorable mention, but it has not made my list. Okay. Can I just yeah. say that's, that's my number one? <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, that's no, right. We'll come yeah, back to it. No, I'm happy to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back. So you can, you yeah. can go on about it. Um, I'm also going to give a shout out to Super Mario Odyssey. Yep, yep, I think yep. that gets left out of a lot of the conversations because it came out in the same year that Zelda Breath of the Wild did. Okay, yep. um, I actually kind of like it, I think, a bit more than Breath of the Wild just because okay. it's so fun and yep. wholesome and enjoyable and everything's... It, I find it not quite as like repetitive as Breath of the Wild a little bit. It's a bit more... Yeah, First feel free to disagree. Different, diverse. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, also, Doom. I haven't played Doom Eternal yet, but Doom 2016's Doom. Okay. Just a rock-solid yep. first-person shooter. I've only got two more. Uncharted 4... Just a really solid, entertaining yeah. game, start to finish, good cap off to the story. And this one's probably not a game of the generation, but I just want to give a shout out to it because I did enjoy it a lot. Injustice 2, okay, the yep. DC fighting game by NetherRealm who made yeah. who make the Mortal Kombat games. Just an all-around great fighting game. Mm. I think probably my favorite of the generation. Okay. Um, and I know they're not hugely popular anymore. I know that it's like Mortal Kombat and yeah. Street Fighter like the only two. But yeah, so yeah, those are mine. Yeah. Uh, have you got any honorable mentions? No, I'll, just go, I'll just go into mine. Go on, yeah. send it. Oh, no, I'll just go into my top... 
top five. Oh, yeah, do thing, it. thing is with me with, with games, and I know I've said this on the podcast before, I'm very niche in the way it's like, oh, I play FIFA, I play 2K. Yeah. I'll play the big tentpole games that come out on PlayStation that I love. Um, but I, I want to talk a little bit first for me, because we're saying PC games. I still think the generations of how Football Manager for me is probably actually my favourite game and I play the most amount of time with. Wow. And how the ability of a PC or a Mac or whatever with the processing power has made this game so good now. Yeah. And for me, it would never get onto either of you two, your mm. radar at, See, at all. See, that's good. You're filling the niche. You, you're starting a conversation yeah. we don't have. So <laughs> for me, it's probably the most amount of time I've ever played on a game since I started it. And every year, obviously, a new one comes out or whatever. Um, but the amount of time and effort I've put into it because it's so in-depth. And for me as a sports fan, this is sort of what it comes down to is I love my FIFAs, I love my 2Ks, and the graphics have become unbelievable with these. But they've probably missed out on the management side of things or like how in-depth the world is of Mm. world sport and being football. But for me, Football Manager is probably my favourite game out of these last couple of years, and each iteration just gets better and better. And I think for me, knowing some people obviously in the game, but really... I don't think I've ever been up at three in the morning going, I'm just going to press space by one more time and I'm going to keep going because this thing's the best. Um, no, I'll let you guys go top five because I know my games are going to be more pretty generic and I've sort of gone my top two or three here. So you guys go your top five. Oh, so you, have you, you don't want to run through yours? I don't, I won't, I'll just sort of talk about mine if they come up for you. I'll go through my top three. I've got three here. All right, go on. Yeah, yeah. You want me to go through my top? Yeah, three? I think yeah. I'll, I'll, do it, yeah. I'll just go smash all mine out. So before uh, we get into super nerd, super garbage nerd talk stuff. So yeah. for me, I've got Uncharted Four. Okay, nice. So again, loved it. Jack, you can go. Oh yeah, good one. Um, no, it was a good, great game. No, yeah, great game. But for me, sort of highlights a generation of the first three being on the PS3, and this one coming in now. Uh, it was one of the first games on the one of the bigger games on the PS. When was it come out? No, twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, so, so it's been out a couple of years. years. Yeah. 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 So for me, great fun. Um, loved it. Again, typical stuff. We'll talk about it. We've already spoken about it. Yeah. Last of Us Part Two, absolutely loved. Don't spoil it. Very Don't spoil anything still else. Still haven't. Still nah. So that could be on the list. You never know. But I just late to the game. Oh, you haven't played it, have you? No, I'm okay. So I'll leave very it very slack. Um, again, love it. And my number one is Spider-Man PS4. So, I don't know, you are going to talk about that a bit later? No, no that was not, just my honourable mention. mention. Is, yeah, it, yeah, is it on yours? Too. No, no, I haven't. Far if you want to know about it, we did a whole episode. Episode, episode 12. Episode 12. Yeah. Episode 12. So, no, again, uh, long story short, bloody loved it. Being able to swing around a Spider-Man in the world, uh, for me, Nailed is it. just the best thing ever. And I'm so disappointed mm. I actually deleted it off the bloody PlayStation a couple of weeks ago to fit other games on. <sighs> but now, I think that's my reason now is I have to get the PS4. Yeah. yeah, I know. Now now I bloody... Yeah, I should have. But uh, I think that's just me now going to have to get the PS5 to play Miles Morales mm. because I miss playing that game. It's something that's just made me so happy sometimes. Yeah. You just swing around, you're just smacking guys around, and it's just fun. It's just kind of relaxing. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, a good yeah. burger and a good Spider-Man game. Yeah, yeah. 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 Night made. Night mm. made. Yeah, night so, made. pardon me, top fives, let's go. Jack, boys. please. All right, well, I just want to say my number five is probably replaceable if you come up with something better. Mm. But no, 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 no. These are definitive. Once yeah, these are yeah. done, no, this, they're is, definitely this is definitive, going in history. But this is the only one I wasn't actually sure about, but I definitely enjoyed, and it's certainly probably my favourite of the whole franchise and the series. So coming off what we discussed in the news before, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ooh. So I have this, not played it, but I've heard many a good thing. Yeah, so this is, I think it's something like the... Who's counting? I'll Google it. Yeah, the 14th or something. 11th major installment. Oh, you got it. uh, And the 21st overall. And it's a successor to Assassin's Creed Origins. Did you play that one either, Connor? Nope. Okay, so... I played two Assassin's Creed games. The first one and Unity. 
Okay, very random yeah. ones too. All right. So this one's set in 431 BC, and it's a mythological history of the Peloponnesian War between Athens and Sparta. And you can choose to play as a female or a male in it, and it pretty much takes you all over Greece. You can jump in a boat and travel to almost any of the Greek islands. And it follows the story of you trying to track down uh, kind of a conspiracy, uh, and uh, you're trying to reunite your family and find your father and all this kind of things. And then there's some mythical creature storyline as well. So it's three interverging storylines in this game. It takes about 50 hours to complete. But it's a lot of fun. The music's great. It's fun to run around and obviously stab people, Assassin's Creed style. Uh, it's got a good leveling system. It's, yeah, probably... It's, I only played it, what, about two years ago now? Uh, but still my favourite Assassin's Creed. Best setting. And How yeah, does it story. differ from other Assassin's Creed games? Because I haven't played a lot of them, but I know that starting with Origins and then moving on to Odyssey, it kind of shook things up a little bit for the series. Can you explain kind of how well, I did think, that? I think um, Origins shook things up more yep. so between then Origins and Odyssey. And Odyssey just kind of followed Yeah, because yep. it implemented more um, RPG systems, okay. a levelling system and different levelling zones where you can't approach them unless you're a certain level or you'll okay. die really fast, whereas the others didn't implement that. Yep. It was kind of go anywhere. Uh, obviously, some places would be obviously harder, but this these had more in-depth skill trees and weapons and all that kind of stuff. So it was a bit more... Like a more traditional RPG, yeah. Okay, cool. Very nice. Yeah, but still very good. And uh, yeah, best Assassin's Creed until, well, test for Hull around a couple of weeks. Of all of them, that's probably the most the one I'm most interested in playing. Mm. Probably purely because it's kind of Greek, ancient Greece, which is one of my favourite like settings of all yeah, time. Yeah, and it's nice and light and bright, whereas yeah. you know, Unity was set in France and... Didn't you know, mind it, but yeah, it just had a, London, bit something miserable. about it didn't really mm. catch me. I don't yeah. know. So setting made it. Yeah, cool. Uh, my number five is very different. Ooh. It is actually a game that's made here in Adelaide. <gasps> Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Hundred <gasps> uh, percent. Hollow Knight is a side-scrolling yep. Metroidvania game, which is a really nerdy term for like a. It's kind of like an open-world side-scrolling game um, that you sort of discover parts of the map as you travel around. Some parts you can't go to. You have to go back and get new abilities before you can return to this. So there's backtracking and you're constantly unlocking new abilities and new parts of the world, which is, in itself is a fun thing to do. I love those kinds of games. But in addition, this game is just its beautiful. All the art in this game is hand-drawn. Mm. You play as this cool little insect thing that you roll into this village full of interesting, colourful in- insect characters and something's gone terribly wrong as it always does. And it's you discover parts of the story as you travel through the world. There's so many secrets. There's so much personality in this game, um, all wrapped around this super solid mm. gameplay of man- maneuvering around the world. The combat is fun and intense. Yeah, I mm. just it's it, the fact that it, I think it's made by like Team two, Cherry and three Team guys, Cherry, Team Cherry, three guys, mm. and the fact that they made this is absolutely nuts. Um, so this came out in 2017 on PC and Mac originally, and then it came out on the Switch and PlayStation Four. Yeah. I played it on the Switch. Uh, and good news if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber and you haven't played this, it's actually one of the games of the month oh, next you. month as of like in two days from now. So cool. highly recommend downloading it. But yeah, this is I played this a couple of years ago and loved it to bits. It's one of those games I just couldn't put down. I wanted to keep discovering things. It's beautiful. The, the soundtrack is incredible as well. Yeah, it's just... And sequel on the way as well. Yes, Hollow Knight mm. Silk Song is coming out at some point. We don't have a... Mm, we can go to Grenfell Street and go and ask him now. We should. We should mm. interview them. Yeah, we should. That's a whole podcast. That is. Um, Jack, did you play this? Uh, no, but I've heard lots of people rave about it over the years, but I've never actually got the time to play it, unfortunately. Definitely one of the best sort of Metroidvania games, side-scrolling games. I've played it in a long time. Um, yeah, and just... 
just beautiful. Mm, that's good to know. And makes Adelaide proud. The fact mm. that it's homegrown makes yeah. it even sweeter. Maybe yeah, I'm a little bit say. biased, but hey. <laughs> Take my top five with a pinch of salt. It could change it any day. Yeah, no, no. A good decision. I will probably play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Someplace. Especially on the Switch. Yeah. Nice. Cuts. Any thoughts? Never heard of it. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be, I think there'll be at least one more of these yeah. before the end of the list. No, but I, I'm intrigued. Like, I'll, I'll, I've been writing these down because I've got to do the graphics. So I'll, I'll True. Put, yep. a, put a little photo up and I'll have a look at these things. I'll probably never play them. Um, but you, you're, a good, you're a PlayStation man, I'm a right? PlayStation man, PS yeah. Plus? Uh, no. No, okay, never mind then. I've got the normal standard online that I... Is that PS Plus? Yeah, the one you pay for. Yeah. You can get it for free Ooh. next month. There you go. Ooh. Clearly he was listening. Um, <laughs> all right. So going on to my number four. Uh, Connor, you may or may not agree with this, but it's Red Dead Redemption 2. I haven't played it. Okay. We sh- I don't. We haven't talked about Red Dead Redemption on the podcast. Oh. Uh, I, I didn't enjoy it as much as a lot of other people did. I found it a bit too... Is this the first one? Yes. Yeah. I found it a bit too just go somewhere, shoot someone, come back. A bit repetitive. See, I played the first half of it. Yep. And then when I... Did you go from one country Mexico? to Mexico? Yeah, when you, you went, to Mexico. When I went to Mexico, I just was like, oh, mm. I'm only halfway through. So uh. based on that, if I didn't like that, am I going to like Red Dead Redemption? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I'm worried about. It's a about. lot longer and slower game than the first. You know, yep. so you're it's selling it methodical. to me. <laughs> I know, but it's not. It's not really about that. It's about really getting into the game world and taking it really seriously. So this came out in 2018 and obviously developed by Rockstar North. Can I just say at the yes. start of this? Your number four. You're all up and about, but now we've both we've really pushed. Ru- we've really ruined now, this. Your your Look, voice has gone down. That being like, said, oh, I've yeah, heard. Unbelievable if things. It, maybe the gameplay is not my style, but the fact that on a technical aspect, purely, mm. it's a recreation of a huge living Western world. Yeah, and the details are insane. Or it nuts, gets voted best game ever yeah. instead of this generation yeah. console that I've looked at. It, yeah. People yeah. say it's the best. It's a yeah. prequel to so, the first. So just push one, your so. voice up a little bit. Be proud. Of <laughs> Sorry, right, I'll be proud we'll now. Stop jumping it's in. a really good game. I feel bad. Um, but yeah, out of all the games I've ever played, I've probably played this game for the longest. Really? Um, to actually finish hundred percent. Wow, wasn't fun. Hundred percent. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, it's, you said it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun towards the end, um, and the so hours at, I probably want back of my life. But at what point you finished the game? At what percentage did you when you finished the game? Uh, it was probably something like forty five percent. Oh, so you had to go back and do, wow. do all the extra do you know stuff. Many, do you know how many hours you've put into it? Uh, oh, it'd be over a hundred eighty. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, and a lot of it's really horrible, like boring task. Don't ask me why. Was sure. It? Uh, in December 2018 was a boring month for me, clearly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's very good. Um, and obviously, if you like a good Western, it almost puts you in, you know, yeah. Arthur Morgan's shoes. And it, if you like the first one, it kind of gives you a bit of the rundown and background to how the gang originally started. And I think it's the characters. It's like watching a yeah. mini movie, a bit like yeah. Uncharted. Yeah. You know, it's, there's obviously well, a lot more Uncharted gameplay. for the characters. Exactly. Yeah. And then you play this for the characters as well. Because it characterizes them all so well, and it shows them, you know, a whole narrative arc and circle between all these characters and the d- dynamics that go on about it. Yeah. And you do generally feel for the characters, so it is the story as well for that. Cool. So yeah, that is my number four. Yeah, go, go on. on, go on, get right. it. Right. Um, this one's a fairly recent release. It's FIFA twenty one. No, <laughs> <laughs> nearly made the cut. Yeah. No, uh, it's actually Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Ooh. on the Nintendo Switch. So yes. yeah, cause it, like. Yeah. A year, two years now. I can't remember. December 2018. Mm. Oh, good remember. Jeez. December 2018 must have been a big month for you. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was a very long month. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, I've been a Smash Bros. fan for a long, long time. Uh, it's actually a picture of my phone with Super Smash Bros. next to Red Dead Redemption, I reckon. Uh, I, I probably time. remember getting yeah. that Snapchat, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, Smash Bros. Very fan cool. for the longest time, Thanks especially since Brawl on the Wii. Yep. Um, followed it through this. But Ultimate just is... The Ultimate. It is essentially the Ultimate up mm. until this point. It is every character that's ever been in a yep. Smash Bros. game, every stage... Um, the gameplay is just 
perfect. They've not they've tweaked and analyzed everything so it's all balanced and mm. just responsive. They've gotten rid of a few of annoying things like tripping from brawl and things like that. It's basically that just everything great about <laughs> <laughs> everything great about Smash Bros distilled into this one product. And then throw in a bunch of new characters that are all great. And mm. again, as we were saying before, they're listening to the fans. We yep. finally got Ridley from Metroid. We've got Banjo Kazooie, which yep. is amazing. And Minecraft Steve. And Minecraft Steve. <laughs> yeah. Not that anyone asked. I'm sure there's a lot of people asking for that. Maybe <laughs> not just us. But yeah, it's in that way, it's almost become a celebration, not just of everything about Nintendo. Yeah. It's been a celebration of video games yeah. in general. Yeah. You know, if you if you've made it into Smash Bros, you've made it as a franchise. Yes, I yeah. think even some of the more niche picks. You know, you're kind of etched in gaming history. So it's kind of just like a Every Smash Bros. is always like a monumental thing and this one is just kind of the peak of all that, I think. Does it fit for you as a key part of a social lifestyle? Like having Absolutely. friends come over, that's, this is a game that you guys yeah, pull that's out go, a lot? that was going to be my next point. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I've spent hours in this game just playing one-on-ones with friends, you know, going to houses with yeah. four or five housemates yeah. and we're all just sitting around watching, taking in turns round yeah. after round, seeing who's the best. Sometimes it's me. Yeah. <laughs> not going to break too much. But yeah, no, it's absolutely, it's one of those games that I can always get on and play I'll have friends come over specifically to play Smash Bros. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, I love it. I wish I had friends to that, play I, Smash I'll Bros. Play, I'll play with you. Oh, thanks, you can invite me over or yeah. you come to mine. <laughs> All right. No, I, I think as we, I don't even know if we really spoke about that from, we spoke about the online features at the start of this discussion, but not even just the still two or three guys, friends together in a room. On the couch, yeah. And, and I still think it's funny, like I'll have mates to play FIFA. Yeah, you want to come and just play some FIFA? Perfect. Yeah. And hmm. I think, again, you've nailed it. I think it's still a key part of the gaming culture is i don't want us just to always get away just playing online mm. it's still important you have a couple of guys in a room together and just play smash Bros. yeah I think that's perfect. it's becoming less and less common so those games that do mm. it and do it really well are just special mm. special yeah. number three boys all right. through. all right that's another thing about the console generation it is more going online more so than you know couch co-op and that's kind of sad to see um so my number three connor can you have a guess it is Witcher to... 3 Wild Hunt. You didn't even let yeah. me guess. <laughs> hey, Connor, can you have a guess? Yeah. Well, here's Witcher what it is. I'll give you a hint. At least the, it's I a thought three. you were going to hint, and then you just said <laughs> no, it. No, they just said it. Nope, so I wouldn't have guessed that, to be fair. Oh, okay. That's Sorry. all right. So this is a 2015 action role-playing game um, by CD Projekt Red, and I'm sure you've probably heard cuts, um, multiple things about it over the years. Um, so it's the sequel to Assassins of Kings Witcher 2, and it's pretty much, I think, on a lot of people's top games of the generation. Um, playing as Geralt, um, obviously a Witcher with magical powers, huge open world. Big fantasy RPG. Big fantasy RPG, essentially, in short. I'm guessing you haven't played this in any shape or form, unfortunately. I have not. I have some glaring gaps in my gaming knowledge, as I do in my movies. Mm. So, I'm not an expert by any means. Okay, and obviously this game's blown up as well, I think. What, like, um, it, Jack, I also haven't played it. I know that. I, knew, I know you're you rude. haven't. You didn't um, even at least get me to say it. <laughs> So, yeah, obviously this has boomed as well again, you know, since the TV um, show with Henry um, Cavill as well. So, yeah, no, very good. I think The Witcher 3 was like, The the Witcher series had been popular enough in the lead up, but The Witcher 3 blew up. It did, it did. It's just based on its quality alone, like how good a game it was. Hundreds of hours of gameplay. It just took off um, and it just expanded, which it's probably the reason why we have a Witcher TV series, I'd say, like Mm. one of the key reasons. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of spanned beyond the uh, the controller, which is pretty impressive for a game. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like you said, apparently the creator of the book, you know, signed it over to the game company for no money. Mm. And now he, obviously, it's such a big success. He's come back and obviously... Still making dollars off it. Yeah, still making dollars off it. Yeah. So obviously there's, yeah, thousands of quality side quests you know it's no it's just 
I don't really have to say more. You just have to look this game up and you get it. Would you say it's like your favorite open world game of all time, or is there? Is there it's another? not my favorite game, open world game of all time, but mm. I think when it comes to this generation, the, it, the best. Yeah. Oh no, it's not no. actually. But oh, a little tease. Yes, a little tease. But uh, no, very, very good, very good, very nice. Uh, my number three. Mm. I should preface by saying this. Before this game, the game I'd played the most out of anything was Pokemon Diamond on the oh. Nintendo DS, Ooh. where I spent, I think it was more than 100 hours in that game. Let's go Pikachu. I've spent at least more than 250 hours in this game. That's why we haven't seen you for a while. Well, I have been diving back into this game recently, <laughs> which is kind of why it is Overwatch. Oh, okay. Now, I've dabbled in first-person shooters before, Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I think we all have had a yep. Call of Duty spin at some time or another. Yep. But no, something about this game really just grabbed me. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's the world, it's not just a grim, dark military shooter. It's colourful yeah. characters. It's It's got a real Avengers vibe about it, which I yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Um, the story that they built out over these animated cutscenes that they put out in the lead-up and after the game's release just really gets you involved. But more than that, I think it's just the gameplay is just distilled to perfection. It's, it's you know... It, each character has very different abilities and you kind of have to learn how to play them. Um, it's not a case of picking the best gun with the yeah. best grip or whatever to no. make sure you've got the least amount of recall. It's learning how to use these characters' and it's abilities. it's balanced, isn't it? Yeah, and it's a game about teamwork as well, which is not, well, from the shooters I played, wasn't a big thing. It's, you know, using picking the right man for the job, using your abilities in conjunction with everyone else's. It's, and yeah, all that stuff just merged to make this great shooter that I just found myself spending hours and hours yeah. with. And I... I'm still playing today, which I think is a big mark of a successful game. I was playing it as recently as like two days ago, and they're still pumping out heroes. Halloween events. Halloween events, exactly yeah. right. And yeah, so in the, I think it's four years since it's come out. I might yeah, be wrong 2016, about that. yeah. Yeah, they've been adding new heroes, new maps. So there's content. still hours to they're be had. They're still pumping stuff into it, so there's still reasons to get back into does it. Does this have loot boxes or it does. transactions? It does. The one but, game I've ever purchased them are loot boxes. Oh, really? Mm. I haven't even done that. Mm. Um, but I think... Of all the like live service games that I've played, this is the one that is the least obnoxious about it because the only thing you're getting in loot boxes is cosmetics and they make yeah. no difference whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't bother you whatsoever. It's not going to stop you enjoying so the game. that was a good play. purchase then, Jack? Uh, yes, did you it get was. anything? Yes. Did you get a cool I did skin? not, but uh, that's all right. It was that's on Reggie's gam- credit card. It's gambling. So it's like fine. pokies. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is the game that's like, this is what live service games should aspire to be, like mm. giving people quality content over a period of time to keep them invested. It's why I keep coming back, and I think it's just the best of those kinds of games. Mm, for sure. I think that because it is so colourful, it gets people of all ages, Yeah, and it feels like it's really easy to pick up as well. You know, All the character abilities are clearly listed on the bottom. and That's you part can of the experiment. fun as well, is the yeah. fact that everyone's so different. So learning, yeah. learning them takes time, but it feels like you're also playing you know, a slightly different game every time you dive into someone new. Yeah, do you have a favourite character? Uh, I'm a big Roadhog guy. Okay. That's okay. just a nice tank roll. Get in there, shoot people in the face. Uh, Soldier 76. Tracer? Oh, I was a bit of a Tracer guy for a while. Oh, yeah, I like to... Uh, that's a, the other thing is I like to play the other characters. It's not like yeah. I have to play them and I don't enjoy them, so I stick with the main. Yeah. It's like I want to try everyone else. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite modes is um, a mode where you literally get rotated around characters every time you die, so you have to try someone new. Oh. So it mixes things up. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's my number well, three. A lot of people have spoken about it. I've never picked it up. Overwatch 2 is coming out at some point. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what's the Tormund guy with the mach- who builds the machine gun? Torbjorn. Yeah, Torbjorn. That's builds the, the turrets. Yeah. 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 Is he French or not? He's Belgian? Okay, so now Torbjorn. He's vaguely like <laughs> European. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, that's it, that's you tried it. to put a little bit of an accent in there and you're like, should but I go whole hog? Yeah. Uh, number two. All right. How number are the th- list sound? Have you found anything you'd be willing to try, Will? 
I don't know. I think the thing is for me, all of these ones, I think it's like a TV show when I get scared. It's like <laughs> i got to invest so much yeah. time. Mm. So for me, if I'm picking up one of these, it, and again, I, I would really love to have a couple of days off work if anyone from work's listening. <laughs> um, and they and, should be. And they yeah, they should be, yes. Of course. But to actually pick up one of these games, I go, Connor, what, what's one game you want me to play? I've got a day... A game you want me to play? I'm just I'm everything. Saying, we no, don't put me in the spotlight. No, no. no but I, I might message you and go like, "What's one game? I've got I got four or five hours. What do you reckon? I should, yeah. What should I pick up and play? If mm. I just want to let go with life for a little bit. So that's um, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a fun one. I don't yeah. know. It's entertaining. Yeah, that, but that's what I want sometimes. Yeah. But some of these ones is I'm scared now because I haven't picked it up at the start. I, I kind of feel that as well. Games are so big now, which mm. we we could have mentioned earlier. Yeah. They're huge. Yeah, and I don't. I, I just feel like I don't have the time to play a lot of big open world games. Yeah. It's kind of what stopped me from playing The Witcher mm. is that it seems like I have to put so much time in or there. Or Red get, Dead. Exactly. Also, yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I just, you have to put so much time in there. And as an adult, yeah. apparently, I just don't have as much time as, much as I used to. Sad times. But anyway. But it's yeah. like the Spider-Man one. Like the, for one, someone, a couple of games that connect with you, That's you true. might want to yeah. put the hours in. Um, and some of those other ones that you're on the fence about, you're like, oh, maybe. And maybe you never know until you try. Yeah, no. exactly. Well, um, you definitely can. My number two has been mentioned, and there's a huge trend of open world games on my list. Connor, mm. can you guess number two? Spider Man? No. Is it? No. No. Open world games. What haven't you mentioned? You mentioned it already. Have I? Where's my list? Mario Odyssey, no. Breath of the Wild. The Breath of the Wild. Zelda Breath of the Wild. I thought it might pop up at some yeah, point. Is my number two. Uh, so another open world game. So this is 2017 action adventure game developed by, and published by Nintendo for Nintendo Switch and Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, not many people got it on the Wii U, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so obviously, you control Link, who awakens from a 100-year slumber to defeat Calamity Ganon. And what makes this game so unique is the fact that it lets you pretty much go out in the open world, climb anything, do anything, and play the game in any order that you want. It does that straight away as well. It's like mm. you have the brief tutorial. Here's how to move, look, whatever. Yeah. Off you go. Done. Do what you want. Yep. You Figure can it out. Tackle the bosses, the dungeons, any order you want. You don't I've, have to do the story. Don't all. even have to do the story and just go and explore. So the freedom there of any other game on my list is just from the get go. You can go and trade up to the final boss and defeat him. It might be harder, but you know it's possible. It is. It is possible. And I think that's weird. Yeah, it is. You it's can do. Cool, you can though. do it in like ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's like true. Yeah, it's really free. Mm. I'm noticing a trend here. You, you seem to like open world games a lot. Mm. Sorry, he's necking, I do. He's necking, yeah. the necking beer, my beer, if says. anyone's asking. Can, can I also say, Jads, you open that beer, because I've got the clock here, <laughs> one hour, nine minutes and nine seconds ago. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's uh, fantastic. Have this mismatch. It? I have finished it now. Because okay. yeah. we made the mismatch joke <laughs> two minutes into the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and you've just finished. If that was me, I'm three beers deep. Yeah. <laughs> he's pacing himself. He's yeah. learned his lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm working tomorrow. i got to yeah. uh, pace it. Um, but yeah, no, that's kind of why I like it. And you've obviously got, you know, so many different costumes and weapons. And it starts off as quite a hard game. But obviously, as you go through the shrines and you pick up skills and more hearts, it becomes almost second nature and a lot easier as you go. And the progression system, I think, is quite good as well. What do you think, though, from you finished it? I did. You're further than I am. I? Uh, yeah, I spent 80 hours or something. It got yeah. to a point eventually where I just had to be done with it, I think. Yeah. I think one of the things that holds me back a little bit is the. It, it does get a bit repetitive, especially when you play for that much. Mm. You know, you're doing your shrines. Mm. It's certain tasks that you do over and over again, which kind of got to me. But I played that much of it. Yeah. I still, I st- was still enjoying it at the end. I just felt like it was time to let go. I think what's good about it is that Zelda games have always had like a formula. Yeah. You know, dungeons, find three of this, then find three of this. Yeah. Yes. And this just threw that all out the window and basically reinvented not only Zelda games, but 
took what an open world game could be and just really pushed it as far as it could go. So, yeah, and I think impressive. it's because it's on the Switch as well. You know, I you know played it all while I was traveling last year. Mm. It's just a perfect thing to pick up. You know, but even after you finish the story, just play a quick shrine or two. Yeah. And get you know closer to whatever one twenty shrines or whatever there is something and like that. When that came out, you couldn't really do that. There was nothing, no other game consoles or games on the Switch that were like that, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. So I think it comes down to the handhold, the best, some of the best handhold single player gameplay that you can really pick up today. Mm. Yeah, mm. you're selling it to me because that's one I really need to play. Mm, very good. Borrow you need switch. time. You've got. You've, I've got, you've got a have I've got oh, a switch. You've got a switch. Yeah, I had no He's idea. Got one there. I don't have Super Smash Brothers or anything. <sighs> Now, do I have Super Smash Bros? No, no, you don't. You there is Mario one. Kart w- remind party. me. Text me tomorrow because for some reason up at the training center, there's, there's a free there's, copy of Super Smash Bros. There's a Super Smash Brothers just sitting there and there's no Switch. I don't know why it's there. That it's is, one of those moments where it's like a $50 note on the floor and I'm like, should I pick it up? Yeah, is someone looking for this? Yeah, but there's just a game there in one of the storage rooms. I'm like, why is it there? So <laughs> message me tomorrow, remind me, and then I might play. Done. And then we'll have a Smash Bros. tournament. Yeah, done. All right, let's, and I'll let's, come last. Yeah, let's smash, Continue. guys. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, Connor, yours. Uh, this one I don't think either of you will have heard of. Maybe Jack. Maybe. I have. That's yeah. rude and inconsiderate, but I, know, I agree. But it's also <laughs> quite niche. Uh, it's The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. I have heard it, but I ah, haven't played it. I've, played. I've heard The Binding of Isaac, but not The Binding Oh, there you go. All right. I <laughs> underestimated you guys, or I'm just being a wanker. Bit uh, of both. both. I was being sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Um, so this game is... I guess the easiest way to explain it is it's a roguelike, which if you haven't heard that term, is another wanky game term. Um, it's basically a game where... It's a hard game where you die often, and every yeah. time you die... So like a normal game for me? Kind of, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but every time you die, the levels are then randomized, or elements of the oh. run-through are randomized over and over again. Mm. So you never... Well, you get the same items and stuff, but you get different enemies in different yep. room styles, different items in that run-through, yada, yada, yada. Um, and this game, Binding of Isaac, is the original Binding of Isaac. This is a remake of the original. Um, it really sort of... It was one of the first few games, or well, one of the first few games that popularized this style of gameplay. It's just sort of repetition and getting better and learning a game. It's kind of the same thing with Overwatch, learning a game and getting better and better at it. Um, that I really enjoy, just like the satisfaction of the loop and you know losing to a boss 10 times and then eventually cracking it and killing him and then discovering whole new things that you haven't seen before, new secrets. This is another thing with Overwatch. Was I was playing this as recently as a couple months ago. Again, it came out in 2014, shortly after the PlayStation yeah. 4 launched. Um, and I'm still finding stuff. I'm still finding secrets in this game. Uh, yeah, basically, so yeah, you'll go through, you unlock new weapons and every weapon stacks and they have these strange combinations and basically it's kind of like a, like a shooting game. You shoot bullet, you're shooting tears at people. The story of this game is really weird. <laughs> the style, it's kind of based on a biblical story, um, which is, I think it's the Binding of Isaac where God tells your mum to sacrifice you and the whole plot is that you're running away from your mum, but it doesn't really involve that. But it's got this really like... So like you and Life Chat. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's pretty got this really sort of... It's a very cartoony game, but it's mixed up with this like sort of dark, okay, dark black humor yeah. kind of thing. It's very, very quirky style. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just so infinitely replayable. It's always it's almost impossible to say no to one more go at the end of a run. Um, yeah, I had to uninstall this game because I kept playing it, and I knew <laughs> I was playing it too much. Uh, so what console was this on? Sorry, uh, it's on everything. I think at the mm, moment, PlayStation oh, okay. Four. Actually, I'm not sure about Xbox. I would have to check that. It's on definitely on PC. Yeah. It's also on I, like Switch, iOS yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. now, and Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and they're also they've been putting out expansions for it. The last couple okay, of years, there's cool. another big one, which is supposedly the final one coming out soon. Um, so yeah, this is not only like one of my favorite games of the generation. I think it's also a, a game that defined a type of game that 
became very popular this yeah. generation. Um, you might, uh, Jack or, or Will, you might have heard of Dead Cells. Yeah. Or what's another big roguelike? <laughs> Hades is a recent one that people are loving. Yeah. 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 People, it's it's like the original one of those. Yeah. So it's it's a game that a game type that became really popular and that sort of helped to start it. Yeah, wow. Okay. Didn't so, pick that, did you? No, I, no, I didn't. I no, you didn't. didn't. No, but there you go. I'm a mystery. So, and Connor, I'm not sure about you, but oh, I feel like we've got a very similar, similar I think we might have one. the exact same number one. Yeah, so we're going to say at the count of three. Oh, are we? Wait, wait. I'll do it. Okay. One. You have to say what you think it is as well. Yeah, actually, I'm what do you no, think it is? Just, no. say, just say whatever pops in your head. Is it so obvious? Yes. Maybe. All right, ready? One. Three, two. Wait, wait. Can... No, you don't get any hits. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just trying to think like... No, I won't. Should we run it. through? Should we run through our list again and see what? Try and jog your memory. Okay, yeah, do that. So, Jack, so, you go, we'll so, so you'll go five to two. So number five was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number four was Red Dead Redemption Two. Number three was Witcher Three: Wild Hunt. Number two was Breath of the Wild. My okay. number five was Hollow Knight. Number four, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Number three, Overwatch. Yep. Number two, The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Okay, what is it? I'm going to be count. Right. Count us down. Three, two, one. God, God of War. War. <laughs> Timed it perfectly. Yeah, you did. Well done. Well done. It's not that is much this, of a shock, though, I think. Is this game no. really good? It's amazing. Yeah. Mm, very good cut. I don't know. Yeah. I always look at it and I'm like, huh? Really? Well, you yeah. haven't played it. That's yeah, I know. That's why. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like I've played it on previous consoles. There were... Yeah. Well, it's a, it's basically a soft reboot of the okay. old God of War games on PlayStation 2 and 3. Mm. Okay. Continuation at the same time, but yeah. yeah. Um, okay, tell me about it, guys, because I'm intrigued. Well, it's an action-adventure game, Will, developed by Sandwalker <laughs> Studios and published by Sony Interactive. As Wikipedia you- dictates. <laughs> <laughs> So it's the eighth installment of the God of War series, okay. if you have to know. Jeez, there are eight of those games. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I couldn't name them all. I could name one, two, and three in this one personally. One, two, three. Chains of Olympus, uh, Ascension, uh, Ghost of Sparta. Is that seven? Anyway, sorry. I'll stop. Yeah. I'll shut up. So you obviously you play as Kratos. Obviously. Uh, Kratos, um, the former Greek God of War. And this one, he has this young son. How do you pronounce his name again? Kratos? Atreus. Atreus. So... Let me, let me. I'll pitch it to yeah. you like this: the first God of War games, the original trilogy, if you will, yeah. and the spin-offs, were about an angry man screaming his way through Greek mythology, mm. um, viciously mm. murdering and stabbing anything he could get his hands mm. on. Sounds like weaving it in between like all the myths and stuff yeah. of Greek mythology. It was a really interesting world to fight through. Yeah. But that was like a straight-up hack and slash, like button mash, yeah. whatever, mm. over the top violence thing. That what they did with this game was turn that into this like thoughtful mediation on fatherhood. They've taken Ooh. him out of Greek mythology. Put him into, Put him into Norse, Australian, the Australian outback. If only. Yes. That would be awesome. But no, into Norse mythology. So now Ooh. he's dealing with, you know, Odin and all that sort of, okay. his cadre I'm, of friends. I'm there. Yep. I like it. Um, and basically, it's still like an action game. And yep. the, act, the gameplay in action is really satisfying, really nice. But they've added more RPG elements. It's a more like okay. sort of thoughtful take. And as a cinematic fan, yep. um, I think you'd appreciate mm, the I fact that it's would. all designed to look like one shot. It's, a, it's done a Birdman oh. of itself. It's done a kind of Serious? Revenant vibe. Yeah. So the whole game from its start is obviously there's the you know cuts and stuff like so, that. So is this the game I should be playing when I'm bored one day? I think I so. I think it should be. I think yeah. you should. I think you should. Can I borrow one of your God of Wars? Absolutely. 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 Yeah. yeah. 20, I think 20, 20 hours you can do it. Yeah. Do you think it's good for newcomers? Because as you say, this is the eighth game in a series. Maybe with a bit of an update video prior to it. I'm pretty sure there is. Is there any recap at the beginning? There'd be something you could find on the internet. Yeah. You don't need to know a ton about it. No. What sort of? Uh, can, can you describe to me the? Uh, play style of it, like the control. How you is it button bashy? Is it is it fight? Is it there? Like how is it sort of like what's the I'm trying to think of a comparison? Mm. They've mm. taken a bit of like Dark Souls 
Mm. I don't know if you've played it. Still anything. can be button mashy, but at the same time, there's a bit of strategy yeah, towards okay. it as yeah, well. Yeah, you've got to think about your moves. Um, the camera's always kind of behind you as well, yeah. so enemies can sneak up from behind, so you have uh-huh. to kind of be aware of spacing yeah. and things like that. But it's still super fun, yeah. super mm-hmm. intense. Um, the big feature of the combat is that you have an axe that come that you can throw and summon back to you at like Ooh. any point. And it's, so it's sort of how it's a Mjolnir. In, yeah, in yeah, Avengers yeah. should have been like. It's, in the and game, it's, yes. that's definitely what they're ripping off yeah. God of Wars, mm, and it's yeah. so satisfying. It well. get, you get mm. that satisfying little like rumble in the controller yeah, every time it lands in your hand. <laughs> oh. So you throw it. It sticks someone to a wall. No, you're wailing this, on. This them. generally has me intrigued because I always see it there yep. as like an option, but I'm never going to pick it up. You should do but it. But mm. this is again. The beauty of the podcast is now you've got me there. We're discovering things. Yes, we are. Um, mm. Yeah, and it's just in the face of everything we were saying before. Is it, I mean, Sony's been doing this for a while. In the face of online multiplayer, games as a service, yeah. yada, yada, they brought this out, this reinvention of a classic franchise as still a definitively single-player experience and just pulled it off amazingly, proving the need for these games going ahead. And I think that's why... Sony, that's what Sony are building their brand on at the moment. And mm. I think, I mean, based on the quality we've seen, it's a good choice. Yeah, yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think this is the almost like the pinnacle game of this generation, single player wise for Sony. Mm. And the fact that, you know, they've recently announced God of War 2 as well, which will, I believe, will purely be on the PlayStation 5. And I think at this stage, yeah. That will be the big seller, I think, come yeah. next year if it does. It's so the main come reason out. I want to get one. Exactly right. So, yeah, I can't think of it. I really can't think of anything bad about this game no neither can i it's got Which, perfect stories it's not great gameplay you can't yeah you can't hard to fault hard yep. to fault i think if you wanted to find mm. like one of the best games of this generation god of war is that's mm. obviously in our opinions it's yeah possibly the best i think yeah. i'm gonna have to play it yeah we didn't is choreograph it? this number one so um, and we do like different styles of games at the same do time, i have to so be online to something. play it no no nope. oh, so it's like just download it cinematic down mm. Yep. Play. I'll bring my copy next week if you like. So I, I really enjoy the fact that I don't have to be online yeah. for it. That's what I still hate with some of the games. Yep. Now it's like, oh, you, to get the full features, you must be online. No. no that really intrigues me that I can play the whole thing and don't have to be online. I mean, I'm sure there's a patch or something, but you probably don't even need yeah, to download it. it. Be, probably to fix it a lot. But yeah, I, I maybe had one bug maybe during my entire time with it, but otherwise but this game's... Guessing if I download perfection. it now, it's going to be fine. I'm just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. No cool. issues. Guys, so yeah, there you go. That's that's the generation. That's mm. generation summed up done. in an hour-long podcast, almost. Yeah. yeah, there could be more, but once again, yeah. What do you? Sorry, no, no, go go. I don't know, this is going to be a bumper episode for yeah. everyone. So thank you for this. hanging out this fast, as listening to us ramble yeah. on about yeah. these things. Um, but looking ahead, yeah, the next generation's in the rearview yeah. mirror now. Looking ahead, what do we? What do we want? I think we've talked about it a little bit, but what's like the big thing you're most excited for about these new consoles? Ray tracing. No, no, I don't know, no. There's well, nothing. We haven't really <laughs> spoke about VR much in this. That's true. I mean, I haven't really dabbled with it. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's still a little while away from breaking through into mm. like that. Is it going to be this console? Because I feel like it's not there, like we're saying, it's not there yet. We haven't spoken about it at all on this. But the funny thing, neither, neither have they. Yeah. PlayStation have a VR thing and they've mentioned it not never in any like the main mm. announcement streams. Yeah. Mm. I think I've talked a little bit like... Maybe they PS5 just know it's not will be there compatible yet. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think it's still a little while away. Mm. I always thought that might be the case, but yeah. No, I, I don't know where it's at with this one. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued of where it's going to go, and I think maybe in 2013 when we listen to these, them bring out the PS4. 2030. 13. I'm sorry, I've seen 2013. Oh, right, yeah. when oh, talking about the PS4 yep, yep. about it. I don't know if they thought it would be where they are now. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty of it. Is this generation is going to be in the next five six years? What what is it going to be the PS 
six. What 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 features can it be there? And we see how things have changed in even from the PS2 to now in 10 yeah. to 15 years. So I, I don't know what to expect, to be honest with you. Yeah, sure. yeah. I, well, I don't know. I, there's, I mean, in terms of graphics, I think we've yeah. kind of reached the peak for the time being. It can obviously, you know, later in this gener- in this next generation we're now approaching, we might see a huge difference. But I think as launch titles go, there's nothing that's really, you know, I'm thinking, wow, this looks, you know, better than something on the Xbox One or yeah. PlayStation 4. But I think it's more of the different processes that's going on in the background, the different physics engines and all that kind of stuff. But... Jack said that entire run of sentences while checking himself out in the window. I did, yes. Yeah. He's really just caught his eye and he just couldn't get it. Well, so you're button. saying right now, Jad, you're really happy with how my grandparents clean the windows. On yeah, the very, clean. Very, very clean. Very Yeah, Nana yeah. came over and they like, really want to clean the windows. Still pretty good. Oh, that's nice of them. Yeah, I know. It was Jeez, actually very cute. Very kind. Um, so that's, that's the end of this conversation. But I think we've got something really big to talk about right now. So it's finally happened. It's show and tell. This one's for the diehards. This is the, the screen blend diehards. Of the podcast. Um, we we need a special sound effect for this one. So, do you have anything? I don't know. Well, it is, we it's part of this, obviously. It is, but what we need now is the kaboom sound again because I finally watched Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. Oh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, I'll tell you right now, and this is where I now remember my weekend. It was about four o'clock, four thirty, and I was scrolling Netflix, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Mad Max. I had friends coming over at six thirty. So I'm going to watch Mad Max. Scrolling Netflix is not there. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> oh, no. So I go to Stan and I write Mad yep. in and it doesn't come up. You know how sometimes it's like Mad Max Fury Road? Yep. Or it doesn't come up. So I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> but then I had to press the search button uh, and it comes up. So I start watching it, Connor. I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I'm like, yeah. I feel, I'm feel i worried I've like hyped it up too much. No, and, I think and, you have. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, see, the problem is dad loves this movie. Okay. He talks about it a lot. Yep. He loves this. Now, I liked it. Okay. Now, good result. I don't. I don't know if it is the best movie of that year. Okay. Or, to be honest, I was kind of disappointed with the ending. Okay. That's because I I don't know whether again I've had pictures in my head of what this movie. Maybe it's the trailers and the guy on the guitar and all that stuff. I thought that was the ending. And this is oh. going to be the big battle. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, they're just going back now. Oh, yep. okay. When they said they're going back, I'm like, oh, okay. And then as they're driving back, I'm like, oh, okay. They're trying to get to the ridge or whatever it is to block. Now I know what this ending is yep. going to be like. I was kind of hoping they were going to get back to the main spot or whatever. I did enjoy it. I struggled with Tom Hardy's voice at the start. Mm. So I've just turned off um, my captions. Yep. Uh, request of a female. Turn them off. Um, <laughs> I've now turned the captions back on because of this. Yep. And I could understand it a little bit better. That's just, good. You know, sometimes you're just like, I can't really hear him. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't enunciate very well no, in this movie. I feel like it was a bit bamey. Um, <laughs> yeah, again. <laughs> like all this. Yeah, all rough. this sort of stuff. So, no, I did enjoy it. I don't know if Mad Max is my type, though. Okay. Of, of thing, because I feel like it was just, and I said this to Jack before the pod, I feel like it's just another Fast and the Furious style thing. Okay, <laughs> so, I can't. I feel offended, but I also haven't seen Fast <laughs> no, and the no, Furious. No, but so I feel I like, like, like as the new Fast and the Furious is, right. again, because it's just action. Yep. And... Again, I'm going to... Now, the more I think about it, choreography is excellent. Yep. The fight sequences are really good. Yep. Um, maybe for me, it lacked probably a bit more of the story of what I thought it was going to be. That's fair. Maybe I just didn't get into the characters as much. But for the action set pieces and the cars and all the different... Flu- you know, like the all the things where... I, I don't even know how... It sort of, for me, reminds me a little bit of like... Um, airport scene of having to remember where everyone is in the different cars and where they are. Yeah. Certain things it's like there's so much going on and there's so much shit stuff. And I don't know I, I did enjoy it. 
I feel like I might have enjoyed it more in the cinema. Yeah, that's definitely it's it's a it cinematic like film yeah. where I watch the whole thing with no phone, no nothing. Not like four o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. Yeah. It's probably more a nine o'clock on a Saturday night style movie mm. where the lights are out. And have got popcorn. Your popcorn. Yeah, yep. do something. Whereas this was like, it was four o'clock, the sun was sort of coming in. It was like, yeah. Yeah, I'll watch <laughs> it. And then Lorenz came over and I was like, oh shit, I've got 40 minutes to go, so I'm going to stop it. Yeah. All this sort of stuff. So, But no, that was my weekend's watch. I did enjoy it. It's not up there in my echelon, but I feel like I might need to experience it again or go back and rewatch some of the other Mad Maxes to really get the understanding. I haven't seen any of the other Mad Max oh, movies. Really? Okay. And I like I had a vague I've knowledge about two, it in the yeah. lead up to it. It's a ton of its own, this one. Yeah, that's what I that's what I kinda like about it. Um I don't know whether it gets sorry, I'll just finish my bit. No, yeah. I don't know if they need to tell more stories of it. Like I actually might be intrigued if there's more going on. Yeah. Um, with the Furiosa beforehand, they're doing or, a prequel. For, uh, yes, yep. so like I think I might actually that might intrigue me a little bit more okay. into the story. So no, but I I did enjoy it. It would be an eight out of ten. It still w- solid. Solid. I would recommend it. It's better than a lot of the other shit that I watched in quarantine <laughs> or whatever in this last year. So no, I'm happy I saw it. I'm glad you've seen it too. I feel maybe a little bit guilty. Maybe I I definitely overhyped it a little bit probably. Oh, but I think that the overhype is again when we talk about it, like our guilty pleasure movies in the next one or two pods is there's a reason why you love it. Yeah. And that's the beauty of yeah. it is that's for you is your pinnacle. And you're always going to say to people, I love this. It's the same with the game. Yeah. I might play God of War and I'm like, this is the best thing. I, why have I never played this? Yeah. I might be like, guys, it was all, it was all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the beauty art. of it. Subjective. Yeah, subjective. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else? Big you? weekend for you. Massive weekend. <laughs> I lost my Mad Max Fury Road virginity. Um, <laughs> Jack? Jack, your turn. Um, obviously, still getting through uh, Bly Manor. Um, still? Yep. How many yeah. episodes is that? Or is it like dropping weekly? It's, uh, no, it's still all out. Just, right, yeah, just get, taking your yeah, time. Get distracted. Um, then there's uh, watch the first episode, The Mandalorian. No spoilers, I haven't done it yet. I had a busy okay. weekend, so I've got to get around to that. Oh, that's all right. I'll Might just tell you, I yeah. will obviously, you got a bit bored, you said. No, so my problem Ooh. was I started watching it on Friday night, mm. and it was late, and I then went, you know what, stop doing this, I'm going to watch three or four episodes in a row. Once, Smash it out. I'll, 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 yep. For me, it's more of a half-season binge, then finish it when the last bit sort of... Because I don't care about hearing any spoilers for this, because I've already listened to some stuff. Okay. And they've sort of just gone into like little things. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll watch it. Right. I'll yep. watch four yeah. episodes. I'm not too like, oh my God, X is back or whatever. Yeah. Well, like, it started, I would like to say it started very strong, season two. Oh, very I've good. I've heard good things. And it's an hour long mm-hmm. premiere as well. It yeah, is. Double, yeah. Double, yeah. So double the length of a normal episode. Yeah. So no, very good. And it sets it up for some things to come. So yeah, that's little, all I'll say. As you're mm-hmm. saying, I'm a little torn. I don't know. Because I watched the last season after, like yeah. a year after it'll come out um, and just kind of smash through it. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I want to do it weekly or smash through it. I feel like. Now that I have Disney Plus, I might as well do it and yeah. not be at threat of spoilers the entire time. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, no, started off very good. Lots of CGI, but very good CGI. Yeah, no, that's all I'll say. And I've also started to play Watch Dogs Legion. Ooh. Ah, yes. Now, mm. I'm kind of interested about this because it just seems like a really cool concept. Yeah. The idea that you can, the idea in this game is you can recruit any NPC yeah. into your like gang. Yeah, I heard about this on and they, another podcast. Yeah, and they all have different mm. skills. Like you can get old ladies who yeah. have stuff, or and there's like a beekeeper character, so he can use bees to yeah. his advantage. So, um, yeah, I'm really interested in how how, how you're going with it. Yeah, um, I've kind of only more or less played the prologue um, at this stage mm-hmm. and um, sets it up for you know hackers taking over London and they've locked down all the buildings. But the recreation of London's 
fantastic. You should know like you I've were been there. got yeah exactly you know living you there and stuff. I've gone yeah <laughs> if you can believe it. Yeah. Um, but no, going around to all the sites, it's pretty much spot on. Like you don't need to go to the awesome. country now. It's in quarantine again. Mm. No, you know, safer here. It's yeah. safer here to play in the game from here. So so, so what's Watch Dogs though again? Because I've heard this has always been on my like radar. It's, a, again. it's essentially a third person action game where it's another open world game. Yeah. Another open world game. Who would have thought Jack likes that? Yeah, no, who would have thought? Um, where you're essentially hacking people's phones, hacking yeah. security cameras to activate certain devices to help you defeat enemies, yeah. um, a few hacking mini games. Yeah, the hacking is like the, the, the main differential yeah. thing. It's like, you, like you, it's how you influence the world yeah. a bit more. Dead okay. sec or something like that. Yeah. Would be uh, too hard for me to get into. No, it, no, yeah. it's not too hard for you to get into it. It's, it's pre- hacking is essentially pushing an X button when you point towards something, okay. like setting a tripwire or something. You just push X. It's and like the guy a special ability. Okay. A special yeah. abilities, essentially. Um, just a fancy way to say it, really. Uh, but the yeah, so it's so far so good. The recruitment uh, is different because you can turn on something called permadeath or something. So, oh, so if your yeah. character dies, they die for good. You can turn it on and off, that's but cool. you have to choose at the beginning of the game. You that, can't change it as you play. So if How, you spend two hours recruiting someone and they die, well, that you've just wasted your two hours. I'm guessing you're not playing on permadeath. I'm certainly not. I'm not <laughs> waiting my time. Um, so, yeah, so the recruiting part's fun. You know, you have to go through very special circumstances yeah. to recruit them, and they all have very minor abilities. Some are pretty useless ones, like 10% gambling, you know, a high chance <laughs> to win a, ga- a gambling <laughs> slot machine. So right. it's all very small increment benefits by recruiting these people. And some of the animations on some of the characters look really creepy and freaky, and they all look very similar uh, to one another. But the concept sounds good, and I've yet to play it in depth to kind of give a full review. But so far, it's lots of fun. It's like it's very similar to one and two. Yep. Uh, but obviously, there's no defining protagonist of the of the game. Cool. Keep us posted. Mm, now, did. did you get the Xbox version? I did. Yeah. Does that come with a free next gen upgrade? It does. Essentially, Ooh. just insert it into the Series X and, uh, and you've download got your or something. Yeah, yep. download the upgrade oh, as long as you cool. have the disc in. That'll yeah. be interesting to see in a couple of weeks' time. Mm, see it the will. Difference. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's what have my you Uh So I or finished what? off the first season of Harley Quinn. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good all the way through. Can recommend. Um, it definitely leaves the end of the season. It's a bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. It sets it up for an interesting season two, which I don't think is on Amazon Prime, which is where the first season is. So mm. it might get added down the line. That's already done. Um, but no, funny all the way through. It delves a little bit more into sort of like Harley Quinn as a character, not too deep. You know, they still play it for laughs and everything, yep. but kind of some interesting ideas about her and, you know, her relationship with the Joker. Yep. But yeah, I can definitely recommend if you're in for the mood for like just a reverent, funny cartoon Life. show. Yeah. Um, and then I also started kind of keeping with the Greek mythology theme, Blood of Zeus, which Ooh. is a uh, new ana- Netflix anime series. It's by the same guys, well, I think same studio who did the Castlevania animated okay, yep. series. Um, and it's basically just like a Greek mythology. Yeah. Kid finds out he's the son of Zeus. Typical. Off he goes, has adventures. Um, so far, kind of inter- pretty interesting. It's a bit slower. Yeah, I mean, Castlevania was also a bit sort of slower and a bit built mm. up to the action. The animation's not. It's not super smooth. I'd yep. say I'm a bit picky with my like animation. It's very like you know like in one frame they'll be here and then they'll yep. jump pretty quickly. Okay, yeah. But I think when the action does pick up, it's a lot sleeker and that kind of brings you through. I'm only a couple episodes deep, but yeah, interesting. I'll. Interesting. Uh, I'll let you know if, Ooh, how the rest of the season okay. goes out. It's definitely... I'm curious about it because it kind of came out of nowhere. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting one because I think... That's on Netflix, sorry. You yes. Said, yeah, I yeah. was scrolling and it came up as one of the new things up there. I yeah. Think. Yeah, and the whole season's dropped so it's not a weekly thing which makes sense for that 20 kind of or 40s minute episodes? 20, uh, 25s? 30s, I think, 30s? actually. Wow. So full... Okay. Yeah, 30 minutes. Full 30 minutes? Yeah. Interesting. So... Um, 
We've got one question, guys. All right, Ooh. one question. This is our and longest podcast yet. Yeah, it is. It's good. This time just flies. I think We're having too much fun. We need an ad break in the middle so we can fill up our... So sponsors. Get, yeah, on, for some sponsors. Uh, but uh, jburn 707 has asked. Again, the idea is get in contact with us anywhere. Literally slide into the DMs. Ask us questions. Um, need to get better, though. We'll, we'll put up this week's topic. Um, Jads. You're, you're right there? You're watching ads? Oh, are you taking an ad break? You're literally taking this an ad. This is the ad break for me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're not, getting, don't have we're not getting anything Jack, for that. Turn it off because we could get ad problems. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, I know, we'll right? Pinged. Well, we did get pinged on one of the YouTube videos, and I told you this when you really? played. Really? On um, uh, our top five rom-coms ever, you played this music from your phone. Uh, no, you can't and do that. I yelled at you on the stream. I remember, yeah, good times. Yeah, and yeah. I said, Jack, you can't do that. It was like seven, eight seconds. It was and uh, it still what, got it. Yeah, Notting Hill when you sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. say it, don't sing it. Yeah, we'll get it done again. Because <laughs> it was only on YouTube. Because you're just as good as the original. Yeah. <laughs> I looked back at it and I was Thanks, like, why is that one not up? And it had a red flag and it said between this time and this time and they just cut the audio. They just cut the audio. Crazy. So I just said for them to cut it anyway. But they've asked, in line with our consult chat was what old generation console game would you want a sequel for on the new generation just so from out, last generation no, no, or before? i'm thinking to playstation or two, like three. remake or remake or, or sequel just brought Sorry. back not on the not on the four or the xbox one from two and three yeah, yep. to come back onto the ps5 or whatever the xbox seven two seven seven nine Mm. Xbox One Series X One mm. Banjo Kazooie Se- sequel would be nice. Oof, um, that was where my mind went to. Yeah, uh, probably Shadow of Colossus remake. Okay, or number two. Had one. No two. No, oh, just number two. Right. Sorry, yep. I don't, it's me. Me right. Sequel. Um, I don't know. Kind of. What do you think? Yeah, Banjo Kazooie is definitely yeah. up there. Um, what do you think? Getting out of like the whole what this console can. Yeah, I'm now. trying to think of a game that would like. There's been rumors about a Metal Gear Solid remake, like the original yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Okay, I would, yeah. I, don't, I haven't played the original, and I'm a big fan of the other game, so I would love that, like a modern version yeah. of that. I'm GTA Six, I think, is just a given. It'll happen. It will happen. I'm, yeah. would... I'm actually really intrigued for one of those because, again, we haven't played them in so like they haven't been out in so long. But that's one that's really going to get me. GTA out. Five is coming to PS5. Yeah, yeah, it's three the generations. Oh my god, mm. it's the new Skyrim. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you got? Have you got one in mind? Will? No, nah, I was trying to think before. FIFA 2022. <laughs> no, FIFA well, Street. <laughs> no, I think there's, for me, a lot of them lately have, have come back. I'm trying to think and go back, like, even like a PS1 game or PS2. Like, again, um, what like have we had a Spyro on bloody PS4? They've remade the yeah, original. Yeah, but they yeah. haven't done a no, sequel so, yet. Yeah, I'm thinking like a sequel or something that would bring well, they back They did it with Generation. Crash Bandicoot, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's possible. Yeah, That's it's why like, I was just sort of thinking that was me. Was dad had just ripped off through a mate uh, PS One yeah. of of that. Yeah, and dad used to be would get like the would just get the size of a piece of card, would print off at school picture of it and stick it on, <laughs> and then would just write the title because <laughs> we were too cheap yep. to buy them. Hey. And now I sit back and I'm like, God, that was so like ahead of its time <laughs> yeah. in like 2002 or whatever oh, it is. Game yeah. changer. Literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're kind of spoiled. We have all yeah. like the the ones that we've wanted for a long time. We've yeah. kind of got, but yeah, I think I think Banjo Kazooie is the one for me because yeah. they haven't done anything with Banjo Kazooie yeah. apart from putting him in Smash in a long time. So bring mm. it back. Yeah. It's a sign that something might happen. Who knows? Possibly, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's an interesting one. As always, guys, get your questions in. Guys, we have gone, and I don't want to say overtime because there's no such thing as overtime in this podcast. Uh, but we're hitting one hour and 40 minutes now. This is like a good movie. This is the longest one, I'm a, guessing. Yeah. I feel like these episodes keep getting longer and longer, well, I think which isn't a bad thing. I, I think, honestly, they go longer when we do top fives because it takes longer to go through those. True. 
uh, and then discuss a original topic. And, and it's then, a big topic, this one. Exactly. Mm. Talking seven years of video of games. content. Yeah. So I think, and it was the same with the last one, went uh, quite long. It's the beauty of the podcast, guys. You pause, you come back at any time. But now, again, Connor, where can everyone find you? At CJ McKenzie, C-W-E-J-Y-M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E on Twitter and Instagram. And Jack underscore Mason on Twitter and Instagram as well. Perfect. You can underscore 22. Underscore Jack, uh, yeah, you got Sorry, Jack underscore Mason 22. Yes, thank you. Come on, man. I really need We will record this after. We press shall. the button for you. It's easy. You said you that last seven episodes, but yeah, thank that's you. the whole point. It's a running joke because <laughs> you forget it every single time. <laughs> you can find me at Will uh, Be Cuts. It's everywhere. You can go to screenblend.net and fill in. Jack is falling asleep from his one or two beers he's had on a Monday. Will is also falling asleep from the stupid, boring conversations we've no, had this yeah. time. <laughs> that too. We're all My I'm thirsty, so I'm like, oh, I should have just gone and got a water because I was like yawning a little bit. <laughs> but again, guys, this has been good. Um, I actually really enjoyed it because the beauty of this is I don't know enough about games, so I'm actually intrigued to even just check out some of these games. Excellent. For me, it's interesting. Um, and hopefully that's the same for a bunch of other people listening. Correct. And again, mm-hmm. A top five list will be up there. Go to the Instagram story, screenshot it, put your top five games there. And we'll tear it to shreds. And we, we will. will. And you can put your little like cool icons as you go onto the Instagram and you can have a look and find some gifts and put them in there. <laughs> Jack is falling asleep. He's got a big week. You've got work tomorrow. Um, again, what time do you have to be at work? Eight. I'm just, just I'm just bubbling to keep time going here. Let's, but we're going to stretch it out two yeah. hours. We <laughs> need to break, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. break it out. Stretch it out. But again, guys and girls, thank you very much. And we will see you and again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.